Hey y'all, Rick Houston here, and I want to tell you about my new show, the Moonshine and Motorsports Racing Podcast. I've partnered up with the state of North Carolina Department of Natural and Cultural Resources to help uncover the history behind moonshining mountain boys, professional wheelmen, and the backwoods and city lights of the Tar Heel State. In the first episode, I sat down with Winston Kelly at the NASCAR Hall of Fame for a little behind-the-scenes gossip about Junior Johnson's engineering skills. He's got two things in his hand, pipe wrench and channel lock pliers, and they weren't new. They had been been around the block a time or two. What the first deal they built, I bet. No, no, you know, I think they were, the the pliers had been red before, but paint had worn off. And in the second episode, I talked to a professional hillbilly, a.k.a. Dr. Daniel Pierce of UNC Asheville, to find out the real history of moonshiners and their battles with the revenuers. He wrote about one of his experience of trying to chase down this uh, this bootlegger and this this souped up car, and he he complained that the government gave him these piece of crap, cheapo cars, and that, that were really no match. But he thought he was doing pretty good, and then the guy just hits it and just takes off and practically disappears. But then the guy makes a bootleg turn uh, and comes back towards him. And as he said, it was a game of chicken, and I was the chicken. And so he ran off the road. And actually, he was the guy who, who caught Junior Johnson at his daddy's steal when Junior got tangled up in a, in a barbed wire fence. So check out the Moonshine and Motorsports Racing Podcast, available on YouTube, DailyDownForce.com, and all of your favorite podcasting platforms. And be sure to check out my regular show on NASCAR history, the Scene Vault Podcast. Hey there, NASCAR fans. Have you got your copy of the latest edition of NASCAR Pole Position Print Magazine? If not, there's no better time than now to subscribe at PolePositionMag.com. NASCAR Pole Position is the only print magazine covering NASCAR. Officially licensed by NASCAR, NASCAR Pole Position Magazine is published throughout the NASCAR season, and each edition is an instant collector's item. Backed with great feature stories and photography. The magazine is even mailed to you in a poly bag for those who love to collect NASCAR memorabilia. At PolePositionMag.com, you can even find past issues available to purchase. Get your subscription to NASCAR Pole Position and get great NASCAR content delivered straight to your mailbox throughout the season. Learn more at PolePositionMag.com. That's PolePositionMag.com. Eric Estep here. One of my favorite parts of being a NASCAR fan is collecting diecasts. It's how I got my start on YouTube, actually. To me, a room is not complete until it features shelves of NASCAR diecast cars. It's as good a time as ever to continue your collection or begin an all-new one by pre-ordering your favorite driver's 2022 next-gen diecast at LionelRacing.com or at any authorized Lionel retailer. Lionel is the official diecast of NASCAR, and don't miss Lionel Racing's NASCAR Authentics diecasts at a Walmart or Target near you. Not only is Lionel the official diecast of NASCAR, but they're also official supporters of the Out of the Groove Podcast Network. So what are you waiting for? Head to LionelRacing.com to order your favorite driver's 2022 diecast. 
Eric Estep here. One of my favorite parts of being a NASCAR fan is collecting diecasts. It's how I got my start on YouTube, actually. To me, a room is not complete until it features shelves of NASCAR diecast cars. It's as good a time as ever to continue your collection or begin an all-new one by pre-ordering your favorite driver's 2022 next-gen diecast at lionelracing.com or at any authorized Lionel retailer. Lionel is the official diecast of NASCAR, and don't miss Lionel Racing's NASCAR Authentics diecasts at a Walmart or Target near you. Not only is Lionel the official diecast of NASCAR, but they're also official supporters of the Out of the Groove Podcast Network. So what are you waiting for? Head to lionelracing.com to order your favorite driver's 2022 diecast. We are live. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. This week, we are joined by a very special guest, Tony Breidinger. Tony, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. I appreciate you guys having me on here. Well, we're thankful to have you on here. Um, I just wanted to ask straight up, you know, we talked a little bit about it before we went live. Uh, you, you're going to be starting in your first race at Talladega this weekend in ARCA. What do you do to prepare for something of, of that size and scale of a track? Yeah, honestly, it's hard to prepare. I feel like I learned a lot at Daytona with that being my big super speedway race, my first one. Um, so I feel like I've learned a lot from that. So I have a lot that I can apply for Talladega from there. So I took notes from that race. And then, you know, just talking with my team, they all have a lot of experience, which is really amazing. So I feel like I could just bounce off so many questions from them and just um, get a lot of knowledge from them, which is super helpful. And honestly, iRacing has been really great too. We just all watched the the iRacing Cup Series race, and it sounds like I'm I don't sim race. I don't think either of these guys really do too much either. But it sounds like they've kind of up, upgraded that sort of physics model, I guess, if you will. So, uh, kind of piggybacking off that question, though. So, what are your expectations for Talladega this week? I mean, that has to be daunting for a new driver. The high banks at Dega, like, what are realistic expectations for you and your team? Yeah, um, I feel like, you know, like at Daytona, we got a top 20. So I feel like the next like realistic step would be a top 15. If we can do better than that and get a top five or something amazing, then that would be great. That's always the goal. Um, but for me, I feel like the biggest thing is just learning the track and improving. I'm racing on so many new tracks. This is a new car to me. So I feel like I just have a lot to learn. So for me, as long as I'm improving and not, you know, if I make a mistake and not making that mistake twice, then I'm good. I just want to learn as much as possible. Uh, talk. Oh, oh, go, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. My bad, Darren. Tony, this weekend, uh, I don't want to butcher her name, so I'm going to let you say her name. You do have a unique brand. The beauty brand uh, is on board with you this weekend. Uh, obviously, this is a unique brand to bring into the sport of racing. So tell us a little bit about them and uh, what you hope to bring to them on track. 
Yeah, so Huda Beauty is on board for Taldega, which is really exciting. They're a beauty brand and they're also Arab owned, which is really exciting because it's Arab Awareness Month. Um, so I'm really excited to have them on board and it's cool because I used their makeup growing up as a teenager and I've been the biggest fan for so long. So this really is a dream come true sponsor for me. Um, so I'm definitely excited. We're going to have an in-car camera and I just hope I can give them a bunch of exposure. Um, and yeah, just definitely an exciting partnership. I feel like we just align so well. So it's really exciting. And then I also have Vibe Season on board this weekend, which is a jewelry brand. I always wear their jewelry all the time. It's not just because they're sponsoring me. Um, so it's really cool to have two brands on board that I actually genuinely really love. Uh, so really quick, talk about the transition from USAC competition to stock car racing. They are two totally different things. Yeah, it's really different. Like I almost feel like you can't take too much from the open wheel racing and apply it to stock car racing besides like the typical racecraft and just getting seat time because no matter what car you're in, seat time's always good. Um, but yeah, they're different. Like these stock cars are heavy. Like they don't just stop like a midget would. Um, they're just big, heavy, totally different um, sitting on the left side of the car than sitting in the center. So there's just so much and they're just bigger. So just for me, like learning the spacing and knowing like how close I am from other cars and like my distance off the wall is just, that was a really big learning curve for me. And I'm still kind of trying to figure that out a little bit. So there's definitely big differences there. So, you know, there's a lot of focus on the track, but off the track, you've been uh, just all over the place in media. And I got to ask, what's it like going on to big shows like Ellen and, and kind of representing the sport and going and the NASCAR on. weekly podcast. Oh yeah. Right there with <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. It's been amazing. I feel like we've gotten a lot of exposure and just like a lot of support, which is really crazy because I honestly didn't expect any of this. I just thought I was going to go into Daytona, do the race, kick off my season. Um, but a lot of people reached out to us and we've been getting really great press. So it's been really exciting. And um, it's crazy like being on Ellen. That was like my first real like interview on TV. So that was like a big one to kind of wow. start that off. Um, but it's all been really great, really like surreal, honestly. So for fans uh, watching who may not be quite as familiar with how you got your start in racing, so uh, it has to be a pretty interesting story. What drew you into the world of motorsports, and uh, you know, what are, who are some key players that kind of helped you get started out? Yeah, so basically it all started in go-karts, which I feel like um, is kind of how it goes for most people. Um, but basically just one day over winter break, um, I was nine years old. Me and my sister were kind of hanging out. My dad's like, hey, do you guys want to go go-kart racing? And me and my sister used to play Mario Karts on the Wii. And we were like, yeah, let's go, let's do it. And we went up to Sonoma Raceway and we took a class up there. And I just remember standing over the go-kart and I'm like, this is it. I was just like staring at the frame of the chassis. I'm just like, okay, I don't actually know what I'm doing. And I remember just getting super nervous. But then as soon as I got in the go-kart, I just like feel like just like this flip, the switch just like flipped in my mind. I just like fell in love with it. Um, and then just from then on, me and me and my sister just loved it and stuck with it and kind of just led me to here. <laughs> so Tony, uh, along with going on different shows, you're getting to meet and hang out with a bunch of celebrities. I've seen on Twitter just yesterday, you were hanging out with Chad Ochocinco Johnson. Yeah, that's cool. What's going on there? Yeah, so we actually did a podcast. I don't know when it's coming out, but that's going to be a good one. Um, those guys were really awesome. It was a really fun podcast to be on and um yeah no that was super cool for sure you know, as a titans fan i always used to used to fear uh, facing him he was really good back in the day likewise uh so um for you what is the end goal is it to race full-time in the nascar cup series someday or is it just to race sporadically 
Um, yeah, I definitely want to race full time in the NASCAR Cup Series one day. And for me, like, I don't want to just like race in it just to race in it. I want to actually like be competitive. Um, so for me, just to like race in it and be competitive would be my big end goal. And I have to ask, because you've also you're running you know some ARCA races this year, but you've also said the plan is to run some truck series races. So uh, have there been any talks? When can we expect to possibly see you behind the wheel of a Camping World truck? Yeah, honestly, it's kind of my call on which race I want to hop into. Um, so I'm still trying to get a feel for what tracks I like. I don't have much experience on these bigger tracks um, or the mile and a half tracks. So I'm just trying to figure out what track I feel confident, in, especially with, you know, no practice. I just want to make sure when I actually go out there and do it, I can be confident and actually run well and not just run the race just to do it. Absolutely. So, so what are the odds of you jumping in the truck for uh, Knoxville? If any chance has there. Oh, gosh. That would be cool. I don't know about that one. Um, but, yeah, I've been trying to just talk to other drivers that have gone through trucks before and trying to ask them, like, okay, what tracks did you like? Which ones were, like, the more difficult ones? And um, I've been surprised by some of the answers. Maybe something to Matt, uh, dive into more, some of the tracks that you've raced in already. You've had some experience in light models, experience in ARCA. So maybe a, a Bristol in the night race might make sense. Yeah, Bristol would be cool. I've I've heard that the short tracks are more difficult than the tracks and the big tracks. I'm like, well, do I want to run a big track? You know, I have less experience. So I'm like, I don't know. So I'll kind of get a feel for a few more races um, in the Argus series and kind of see and go from there. Was Daytona uh, earlier this year, was that the first, like your first experience at anything bigger than like a short track? Yeah, pretty much. I did run, um, I ran Chicago and Gateway back in 2018, but Daytona was my first big track and like really getting a feel for drafting and everything. So that was an experience for sure. Now, when you do make your truck series debut, like what are the relative expectations? I know everybody wants to win, but uh, realistically, what are they? Um, I think when I make my truck debut, like I just want to finish and I don't want people to talk about me because I crashed. Like I don't want, uh, like I'd rather just kind of uh, under the radar finish, get a top 20 and not do anything crazy to, crazy to where people are talking about. I think it's kind of better to go in <laughs> that way and not yeah. wreck and just have people talking. About yeah, me. NASCAR Twitter can be very brutal sometimes. Yeah, you know, first <laughs> Reddit is a brutal area. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, Tony, we want to thank you for coming on tonight. We know you're probably really busy, a lot going on. So just to end out, where can people find you on social media? And where is there anything you uh, want people to look out for, for like announcements or anything like that? Um, yeah, I feel like I'm on every social media platform. I'm on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, TikTok. It's all pretty much my name, Tony Breidinger. So if you type it in, you'll probably find me. Um, I don't know if we've shown people, but we're going to show um, the car tomorrow for Chaldega. I don't know if oh. I'm scheme, but we're going to be announcing that. Cool. Dining stuff. Well, nice. good. Make, uh, so everyone watching, make sure you look out for that. And uh, Tony, thank you for being on tonight. Uh, good luck this thank weekend. You. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you. You have a good one. You have a good one. Take care, Tony. All right, looking here for, uh, all right. Dude, it took forever. <laughs> it's all good. Just, bro, awkward silence there. <laughs> it's like, it's all good. It's like, we always wait for the guests to always leave. Like after that, it's like, oh. I got to take it in my own hands there for a moment, which but is all good. Thank you to, uh, it's all good. Thank you to Tony uh, thank and her you. people for, 
for uh, hooking that up with us and uh, her, her team over at Young Motorsports. Yeah, yeah, awesome, awesome. Yeah, can't wait to see how she does in the truck series and also this weekend in ARCA. So we'll Ever since uh, Mark Martin, I've learned to have a, a little cutaway screen prepared <laughs> guest uh, wants to yeah. do it now. So uh, where, where, do we, uh, where do we start now? Do we start with the race this weekend or we start with the well, race that just happened? I think, uh, I think the chat has a... Uh, <laughs> they've been commenting on me. <laughs> they've been roasting me. I love it. I swear, I'm, I'm, I, I swear I'm, they, don't, they don't like the middle part. Um, oh, you, you look like that guy from the office. I, yeah, I look I, like Dwight, or I, I've been compared to John Lennon, which is uh, not the worst to be compared to. I've also been hey. called Eric's brother now because of the glasses and long oh. hair. But his hair my is way never... longer than mine, though. Mine reaches my upper lip, his reaches his bottom lip. And my hair's <laughs> never been, been that straight and never probably will be. That's so probably for the best. I'm my hair because I'm rocking my boy Harris Lee's hat. <laughs> yeah, I'm used to Jarrett rocking the Winston Cup series hat. Yeah, all the time. Where's yeah, that? I got it on me, but I'm yeah, not. I'm not gonna wear it now just because I want to mess with the chat. Yeah, when I first yeah. jumped into the Zoom call and saw saw the John Lennon shroot over here, I I, I was also a bit shocked, but I didn't <laughs> dwell on it like the chat. The chat is ruthless. Uh, my girlfriend likes it, so that's what's important, right? Um, <laughs> I guess what we can actually start with, though, racing wise, is we can jump right on into Richmond, and. You know what? I don't think there's anyone better to start us off on the review for Richmond than our resident Bowman fan, uh, Danny Bradston. Let's get, go! Get the bulldozer started, boys! Get in there, Bowman. Yes, Richmond's <laughs> dead now. All right, Richmond, Richmond is, is they're going to lose a date next year. It's at the very least, it's the Bowman curse. <laughs> hey, I got to tell you this. So, J me, Jared can relate to me on this, being a Dale Jr. fan. I hadn't had three seasons where my driver got a win in a row in a long, long time. Mm -hmm. In a minute. Long I don't think I've actually ever experienced that now that I think about it. But Three you know seasons what? in a row, got, my driver got a win. But you know what? It's a, it's, a, it's a symbolic passing of the torch. Jimmy Johnson making his IndyCar debut on the same day Alex Bowman gets his first win in the 48. And the first uh, win, well, the first official 48 win since 2017. But uh, the 2019 Budweiser shootout, too. Uh, he also uh, took that. But we don't remember that one. <laughs> Or uh, unlimited, wherever you call it nowadays. <laughs> this was a good uh, racing weekend for me. I got, I was over at Nashville Super Speedway on Saturday doing some filming there. Project coming up. Got to make, I got to make like three or four laps in my truck onto the Super Speedway. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that looked pretty badass. You were how, how fast did you go? How fast did you go too? I probably got about up to about sixty-two, which even mm -hmm. in a big, big giant full-size truck, it felt kind of felt kind of fast. Did you work in that high groove a bit? I hear they've been desperately trying to get the high groove to come in. That does not bode too uh, well honest, for next honestly, month. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Just driving my truck, it, it weighs itself down to the bottom on that track. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Why didn't you go like 120 or 100, Danny? Because uh, I didn't feel like wrecking my truck. <laughs> <laughs> I would take my little key and just like fit it in there. Well, dude, you need to go. You need to be like what my family motto is. And I swear this is actually our family motto. Uh, drive it like you stole it. Hey, D that's dead ass serious. That's our family I'm motto. Drive it like I bought it and it's mine. Well, no, <laughs> man, because like, I mean, I even told stories about, you know, I, like when we were on the dumpster fire a few weeks ago, I even told stories about how I drove it like I stole it through the back road. But uh, someone who did drive it like he stole it on Sunday was Alex Bowman. Eric, I want to ask you, that last restart there, when he's restarting yeah. back there, did, did you think Bowman was going to come up through there or do you think it was going to be 
Hamlin, Logano. I tweeted right beforehand when the caution came out. I said, Bowman's got a chance. You know, the broadcast, you know, Gordon, Boyer, Joy, they sounded shocked that, whoa, Bowman had something for for the leaders? What? Like, he was was paying attention to us. Boyer Boyer kind of saw it coming. But I'll be honest, even me, like, I knew he'd been fast all day. But when I actually saw him actually actually get up in front of Hamlin, I was actually really shocked. I was like, wow, I can't believe he actually just pulled that off. I didn't expect him to be that fast. He passed Hamlin in less than half a lap. I did not, as hard as it was to pass, I didn't expect it to be that easy, but I certainly thought he had a chance because all race long, all he ever was lacking was track position, man. He drove through the field better than anyone in, anyone in the field. And if not for that penalty, he would probably had the lead sooner. He overcome, uh, yeah, that, that issue in the pits and that was huge for him. But, uh, you know, he's lucky he was so fast all day because it got to the point where everyone else was, there was only 12 cars on the lead lap. It wasn't for that. You know, it would have been a lot harder for him to come back from where he did. But freaking Denny Hamlin, you can't, he, he can't catch a break. And it's also partly on him too. And even, <laughs> I, uh, even in the, in the, uh, in the, um, the post-race, he was just hella pissed about it. Too. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. He hasn't just won the most stages without a win. He's most, the one, he's won the most stages, period, and hasn't got a win this year. Yeah, but he's, I'd, yeah. I'd say overall the race though, like it got some mixed reviews, but I mean, to me, that that's just a quintessential Richmond race. Like now now granted though, like only nine cars on the lead lap at at at, at one point I was like, eh, like yeah, I, I get it though. But I mean it's Richmond though. I really don't expect to, you know, like anything too spectacular, you know? And I wanna point this out how wrong I was in my picks last week. I think I had Larson for a win. Yep. Oh, oh. Mm. And I had Bowman for gonna suck actually. I had Hamlin. He and... should get negative points. Put him behind the, <laughs> the guest pick this week, Jared. <laughs> Put him behind it. Um, that that would require a lot of of, uh, <laughs> of leaping. But really quick, going yeah. going back to Hamlin, we, we alluded to it a bit earlier with with him being pretty pissed to say the yeah. least. Yeah. Uh, in the post-race pressers, he was—I mean, he legit was like—he he was like—he was like a pouty little kid. It made Logano feel awkward, right? When Logano oh. came in, he was like, "Oh, sorry, you oh, guys yeah. had to deal with that, right, guys?" Like, so so Logano came in at the same time as Denny, and the funny part was is I could see him on the because I had it like focused on on Denny. Unfortunately, that some of the files uh, were corrupted from it, so we couldn't put it on this week. But um, the the funny part is. When Hamlin is sitting there being all pissed off, the whole time Logano's sitting there smiling. And I immediately know what Logano was thinking. He was thinking, dude, you just showed your, your hand already of what your weakness is. Man, you just showed your hand already. What I, 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 and I can tell, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why, Darian? Why? <laughs> but, that's what he sounds like, man. That's, that's going to be what gets Eric now. <laughs> it's a shark um, yeah, That's what he does. No, but Logano actually used that line. He used that line to make fun of Hamlin, and it was freaking hilarious. So Hamlin's going on. At one point, Hamlin said he was, uh, quote, we had, we had a better team. And uh, when he was asked, would you rather be where, where Bowman is or where you guys are right now? And he said, I'd rather be we, where we are because we've stomped the field so far and we have a better team. And I'm just like, dude, that shot's fired Throwing at a Hendrick shade, team. bro. Come on, Well, anyway, man. he's pouting like the this. whole time. Think of it like this. 
at the rate we're on, we might get 16 winners. Danny, I'd rather be where Bowman is. Yeah. Well, he'll probably be leading the points. Yeah, he's going to lead the points. At this rate, um, he can take a month off and lead the points. Denny Hamlin, though, like, the numbers are insane. Mm-hmm. Eight top fives in nine races. Like, no, if, I, I don't blame him. Like, I understand him being pissed. I mean, I think he probably heard a lot of the criticism from criticism from people like us on Twitter that uh, after the Bristol Dirt Race, him going too soft on Logano. He raced Logano very respectfully again at the end of that Richmond race. That's not what cost him. I mean, his pit crew got out to the front. But speaking of the pit crew, I mean, that's why Denny Hamlin is not wrong when he says that he's happy about where he's at he's got the best pit crew in nascar he's right now got the most consistent speed of any team in nascar it doesn't matter short track road course super speedway he's at the front every single week like i think about this the penske cars and truex look really good at the short tracks truex has mm-hmm. two wins i believe both with the 750 mm-hmm. package but he's been kind of eh on the others larson's been great with the 550 package hamlin's been great with everything he just everything. hasn't quite won so i understand him being frustrated but i also think he's right when he says like yeah, if I was a NASCAR driver, I'd like to be Hamlin right now. Best team, best cars, best pit crew. This but, based, but just based on the trends this season, it just sounded really, really shady in the moment. Though. Oh, no, no, yeah. I get it. No, he's certainly like, he's. it yeah. shows how bitter he is. It shows how, you know, you know fans, some fans are going to look at the fact he that he won this He should have three wins in a row. Three wins in a row he should Fans have. are going to look at the fact that he haven't won a race yet this season and that, you know, while he is leading the points, when you look at the playoff grid, he's like seventh or something like that. People are going to look at that and say, oh, he's not having as good a season yeah. as these other guys. But I think he wants to remind everybody in his typical kind of, you know, I'm the best. Irri- I'm the best. Irritable Denny right Hamlin way. He wants to remind everyone that they have been the best team this year. He's not wrong. If the championship race was tomorrow, I'd pick Hamlin to win the championship. Yeah, Same. absolutely. Well, what's funny is when he drops out of the call, Logano stayed in. Right? <laughs> and got to talk shit behind his back a little bit. Oh, he yeah. did, and it was great. It was great. And so he's sitting there. He's sitting there, and he's like, you know, as as Denny would like to quote me as saying, you know, that's just short track racing. And I'm well, like, and he's saying that's well, Logano and, doing an impression of Hamlin, who was doing an impression of Logano. Oh my goodness! When, uh, Logano, when, when he said, when he said that <laughs> though, I I spit out my water, like because I, I my camera was off and I was muted. I literally I was drinking some water and he said that I spit it out. I'm like, did he just say that? And I'm look, like. Look, look. Good. Listen, man. Listen, man. Logano's not allowed to imitate anybody when you sound like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, man. <laughs> but, no, but, but then um, one of the reporters later had asked, they said, so, you know, Denny's uh, spotter had said that during the race that your, your rotors were, were uh, glowing and that you got that you seemed like you were really using up the brakes. Uh, were, were you really using up the brakes or was it just that, you know, they were really needing to, 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 to pep him up? And he said, no, we weren't really using the brakes. But, you know, Denny, he, he seems to need to be pepped up more often than not. And I'm like, no. damn, he's just like, poke, <laughs> do poke, do poke. poke, 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 poke. But, uh, Settle down there, Joey, settle down. Dude, I, I, I can't wait because uh, the way it feels like it's going to go is either they're going to be the ones fighting for the championship or one of them is going to be on the other end, mm-hmm. uh, the other's bumper at Martinsville. And... I am almost sitting here hoping right now at Martinsville that Logano takes out Hamlin. I'm oh. almost hoping for it just to see the absolute just dumpster dude, he's fire. Gonna, dude, he would fight him, bro. He would, like, start fist fighting. Oh, I, I would love it. It could be great. Um, you have to admire Joey Joey Logano's confidence, though. That guy, that man does not care. I, I, I do respect, respect that, though, at least. Yeah, respect. respect. I, I respect that. How's it yeah. going? Five points. I see you in the chat. Bold. Hey, five points. What's up? What's up? He looks uh, like a dumpster. I was fire. wondering why everyone was saying bold. I thought they were talking about bold. Bold. 
<laughs> the reason my hair is like this is wow. to show everyone uh, to kind of shelter my five head so that uh, you just oh, they'll, be, just face. they'll be shocked in five years when I end up bald. Oh, not in five years. No. combination of uh, Five Points and Logano because someone said Joey bald Gano. <laughs> wow. Well, well, Logano has a condition though, so. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, <clears throat> looking more at, uh, at what else we got from this past weekend. Uh, there were a few notable people that struggled. The big one was Kyle Larson. I mean, he was just downright mm. slow Terrible. this entire weekend. Terrible. Terrible. Uh, well, not weekend, but race. Um, yeah. Which was, was there... surprising because of how good he had done at Martinsville. Yeah. yeah. He's won there in 2017. I figured he would at least get a top 10. But no, no, no. What do you finish? Like, what, 22nd, 23rd, two laps down? Yeah, made a to swap him and Bowman next time. Yeah, sure. but but also shout out to Matty D. Uh, he was running inside the top 10 there. Finally, good to see the Wood Brothers uh, make some progress this season. And good to see Eric Almarola get SHR's <laughs> first top 10, not named Kevin Harvick. I mean, oh. it's Harvick also blowing a tire and, D and almost DNFing in this race, but, you know, at least Almarola got a top 10. Did so. you scan the code, Eric? Did you scan the code, Eric? No, I never did. I tried. <laughs> yeah. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really a Hunt Brothers pizza guy, so it's okay. Yeah, you're more. Yeah. Well, well, when I get that 25% off, it's almost worth it. Nah, you're more of a freaking like the deep dish type pizza. I saw. I like I like all types. I like all types of pizza, but yes, no, that is. I will say this: Hunt Brothers pizza. That's that's literally gas station pizza. Hey, there's nothing wrong with gas station pizza. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, until you're stuck in a toilet for 12 hours. There's not a whole lot right with it either, but there's nothing wrong. That's that's mm. that's the best of both worlds. It's perfectly mediocre. Like <laughs> that, that, that's the best yeah. way. But I like that that uh, Bush Beer isn't the only Kevin Harvick sponsor that's willing to have some fun with it, willing to have some fun with their paint schemes. Throw a QR code up there. It didn't quite go as according to plan, but. I don't know, maybe it was just my TV. It says it's a 4K TV. I At least they were trying to do something, trying to be interactive with their uh, partnership yeah. deal. I like that. Well, and I, apparently, I didn't really pay attention. Apparently, the in-car cameras, there was better views of, like, the, the, um, uh, the QR code that people were actually able to use, but I just wasn't yeah. ever, I was never paying attention. Well, also, I think that now that we're a quarter of the way into the season, I think now we can actually start looking at uh, mm -hmm. the playoff picture more. I, I think right. that's appropriate at this point. Yeah, um, Bowman was on the bubble coming into this week, Danny. Mm -hmm. Now he is. He's he, good. Good to go. He, he needed that. So I'm like, but I, I, I said it before and I'll say it again. He's got his first this year. He has to get a second win this year. Yeah, 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 he does. He does. I agree. I still like, I, has to in what way? Like, or, or Hendrick won't resign him? Like, what do you mean by has to? Like, he maybe just like, I got in order for him to, like, I think this win helps him a lot. But to really cement his future there, a second he, win. Like so far, it's, he's it's just been the year the year that you know boosts him up there. You know he's gotten a win each year, but he needs to get more than one. This is the year he needs to get two. Yeah, so far he's kind of like Ryan Blaney, but the difference is Ryan Blaney is way more consistently running inside the top ten than Bowman though. At See, the moment, he, every win is another year added onto his contract. One win, <laughs> one year extension. Two wins, two year extension. Come on, we gotta take care of Roscoe, uh, the dog. The dog imagine Harvick would never retire with how many wins he had last well, year. No. I'll, I'll tell you what. When when it comes to Bowman, I, I said before the season, and I will stick to it even with the early season struggles. I still think it's his his breakout season. Personally, I, I think that you know I think he's gonna get two or three more wins this year at at the the speed that that team's had. Even with the luck that they had being so awful, they still were in playoff contention easily. So I know, I, it's, it's, I know it's coming up in a few weeks, and they just announced his, uh, what, what paint scheme is going to be running. But the next race I've got circled for him 
is Darlington because of how good he ran there last year and how good the 48 car ran there last year, too. I think they've got a lot of good notes to get him in contention for another win there. And yeah. also, Hendrick Motorsports uh, on track to having all four of its drivers get at least one win since Just 2007. Up there, Hendrick Motors, Hendrick Motorsports. Right. Or, uh, oh, uh, oh, yeah, 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 2014. Yeah. My bad, my bad. We, we all forget um, Casey Kane actually did win that year. Yes, I know, dang it, he won it later. I remember That's that right. race. But again, <laughs> Hend Hendrick Motorsports, they are officially back. It's awesome to see. So looking at the playoff standings right now, I'll just read them off here. So Truex, Logano, Byron, Blaney, Larson, Bell, Bowman, and McDowell, y'all are good. Good to go. So looking here, uh... 230 points ahead of the cut line is Denny Hamlin. Dennis. Just win, bro. Just James win. Alan Dennis or whatever his I, full name is. I want, I want to keep this in perspective here. A full race worth of points. The most points aside from the Coke 600 you can get in a race is 60. Mm -hmm. This man That's is right, the nearly... The Coke 600 is worth more. I forgot yes. about that. Yeah. This, this man is literally four races ahead of the cut line. That's He's good. good. Holy Jesus. We run nine races. You have to go four yeah. races in a row of a crash and like on the first lap to have an issue. This man is going on easy mode on NASCAR Thunder 2004 and somehow blowing it every week. If, like, he, doesn't get a, if he doesn't get a win by, uh, by uh, the midseason, um, do you think it, um, the um, gap would uh, be like 600 points or something like that? 700? It's on, it's on, well, it depends on who wins. You know? Yeah, um, I'm rooting at this point for Hamlin to go winless as long as possible. I just, I just <laughs> second, yeah. fourth, second, third, fourth. I keep <laughs> picking him. Like I keep expecting him to break through and keep breaking my heart. See it keep happening. That'd be so <laughs> funny if we're like in July and Hamlin has like 18 top fives. But no. I swear, he's doing this the whole season, so he can be the first Cup guy to win a championship without a win. I want to see him lose the championship with an average finish of 4.3. <laughs> That would be so well, heartbreaking. To, to put it in perspective of how far the, how far ahead he is, the next closest guy points-wise that hasn't won a race is Chase Elliott. Mm -hmm. Chase Elliott is 149 points behind Hamlin. He's so, fine. No, no, Chase Elliott is 81 points ahead of the cut line. So Chase Elliott is oh. closer to the cut line than he is to Denny Hamlin. Oh, my That's rough. God. Denny, wow. just win already, please. This is getting annoying. <laughs> also, uh... Kevin Harvick plus 69. Nice. 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 Brad Keselowski plus 65 over the cut line. Uh, then you got Kyle Busch plus 41. After that, you have Austin Dillon plus 35. Then plus 18 is Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Plus 10 is Kurt Busch. So obviously minus 10 would be Chris Buescher. Uh, Matt Benedetto is minus 39. Minus still in it. 40. Some big games. Minus, He's still in it. Okay. Mi minus 40. Minus 40 is Ryan Newman. Uh, and then minus 46 is Bubba Wallace. And after that, you just, you know, you keep going down. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know what? The SHR guys are still holding down the bottom half of the top 28 solid. Nice. So shout out to shout out to Chris Buescher for putting Rouse Racing on his back, bringing them back to prominence. Hey, Newman, where's Newman at in points, Jared? I thought Newman's, Newman's only like two. I, He's only two spots behind Busher. He's in. Uh, yeah. He's in nineteen. Yeah. So oh, yeah. oh yeah, both of them. Both of them. Yeah. yeah. Think about Stewart Haas racing. You know, we give Briscoe a pass because it's his rookie year, but Almirola is making is making our attention by how much issues he keeps having in each race. Harvick is being Harvick. You know what? Well, no. 
Harvick is having a down year for Harvick, but he's still out there. Still good. Where the heck is Cole Custer? I he's been very quiet. I've been asking the same question. I have no clue. And, and he's doing what he I did last year. That, that win masked every problem that yeah. that team had last year. A lot they, of problems. They were, they were a twenty third place team yeah. start to finish. Yeah. yeah. They had one good weekend and it masked the entire season of problems. So I I personally am not surprised that Cole Custer's running there. The, the the question will be, and I think this is the same with the rest of SHR, can they improve as the season goes on, or are they gonna do the same path they've been doing where they just keep getting worse? Now I'm also very shocked about Tyler Reddick. I mean, outside of Homestead this season, he's mm, sophomore he's nothing. Self. Yeah, that's what it's looking like. Well, Cup wasn't the only thing racing this weekend. I think we need to cover those. And we will get to the poll after uh, we get through everything else with the weekend. Uh, Just letting everyone know now. Uh, But, man, I did not know this until they showed the graphic. Toyota has won every single race this season in the truck series. It helps that door sport switched to Toyota in the off season because yeah. Ben Rhodes has like two wins. and That was the best move for them because I think they were always better as a Toyota team anyways. Yeah. Well, Kyle, well, Kyle Busch Motorsports is, they're officially back as well. Both where, finishing one, two. Where's right. GMS back? That, that's a good point though, uh, Darian, because I want to note that KBM, we talked about how Eric Jones dominated, Christopher Bell dominated. Mm. And towards the end of that, that's when the spec motors came out and you notice there's a pretty significant, mm-hmm. suddenly KBM came back to the pack and you know, Sure, Todd Gillen, Harrison Burton, you know Christian Eckes haven't made those cars or tr- those trucks look very trucks. special the last couple of years, and I think some of that's the driver, but a lot of that is also the truck. I will say, John Hernemachek coming in and winning two races already, beating the boss Kyle Busch twice already this season, certainly shows you that maybe it was more driver issues the last couple of years than it was anything else. I mean, that just goes to show you, John Hernemachek, he's he's outperformed his dad's equipment for years in trucks oh, he yeah. wasn't great and he was actually pretty bad in cup last year led the series in incidents I, I, again but, he you know racing for furniture or yes front row, but he did have a he does now have a full year of mm-hmm. cup experience that lens yeah. that goes a long way he's only like 23 or 24 years old right he's not very even young he's still yeah. very young so yeah i think it's clear this year you put a guy with you put a guy who lets I, I think it's safe to say John Hernemachek is a better driver than Todd Gillen was with KBM, mm-hmm. than Harrison yeah. Burton was at his time with KBM, than Christian Eckes was during his time with KBM. Not necessarily now. I think Harrison Burton is very good now, Tiny, but mm. John Hernemachek was better with KBM than they were with KBM. And despite everyone running the same motors, those KBM trucks look tough to beat. I mean, even uh, Chandler Smith was up front late due to pitch strategy and did a great job holding onto the lead as long as he did on older tires. Even he had a decent run, but it's clear he's lagging behind Kyle Busch and John Hernemchuk. He's running where Harrison Burton and Todd Gilland and those guys have run the last couple of years. And it makes sense. He's like 18 years old or 19 years old. I would expect him to be running worse than John Hernemchuk, but I just think it's clear how much how much of an improvement Nemechek was. KBM lost some big big names this offseason, like Fugel leaving, uh, going to Hendrick and Cup, but adding John Hare Nemechek actually is, I think, pretty huge. And something, something else that you got to keep in mind is he's won races where Kyle was competing. He's beat Kyle in both of his wins this season. Uh, Kyle Busch has gotten a win in trucks too, right? Uh, yes. One yeah. added, he was the Atlanta. one person I picked correctly this year. <laughs> okay, so he has gotten, Kyle Busch has gotten one win. The other two races, he was beat by John Hunter Nemechek and Martin Truth Jr. obviously getting the win over Bristol. Uh, so, yeah, it's been a great year for Kyle Busch Motorsports. But with that being said, with John Hunter getting two wins where Kyle was in there beating the obvious favorite, you know, he's got real potential to win a lot of races this season. I think he could – I don't think we've seen, I don't know, a truly dominating season from somebody since I'm going to say 
Brett Moffat when he was in the 16 a couple years ago. Like, He's I think good. this could be on, on that kind of level for him if he keeps this up. Mm-hmm. I just want to see, you know, we mentioned Toyota winning all these races. Where's your GMS at? They got like five competitive trucks. The odds are in their favor. Where are they at? Where, what's going well, on with GMS? As, um, as good as we talk about Force Four and Toyota, one of the things, a move that if, if I was someone, if I could make a move, I would put Johnny Sauter back in GMS because I feel like both have progressively gone down since that relationship went away. Now, I got to ask you guys this question. Would you guys, um, how how would you guys rate Haley Deegan's seasons in the um in in the truck series so far it sorry should, about that it should it should be about what we should have expected but because of who she is and who she's been portrayed to be it is not living up to her height i'm, I'm sorry man but <laughs> some of those radio uh oh the thing the the, the the different conversations on the radio it reminded me of of bristol 2019 natalie decker it I mean, the, with TJ Majors especially, when he went low, 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 low. When I say go low, it means go low. I'm like, dude, that did, that that's not that's well, that's pretty damn. That sounded like that sounded like Decker 2019, bro. It did. In, well, in, it, show. in fairness, that soundbite did not come during the wreck itself. That soundbite came, you know, later on Channel Two. He wasn't talking to Haley Deegan. He was talking to the crew chief. But it was clear there's some frustration there. Yeah. You just think back to that quote with Decker. You got to start learning to listen to your spotter. Well, yeah. here's, what, here's what I want to say. I'm going to defend Deegan, and then I'm also going to criticize Deegan because I'm going to defend her. She's not Natalie Decker. Natalie no, Decker no, does not belong no. in a NASCAR racetrack. Not That's even close. Oh, so she's I'm, racing this weekend, by the way. I'm, just mm-hmm, so you know. mm-hmm. <laughs> let's, see she, let's see if she betters her season best finish of last. Um, let's see. Um, now, Haley Deegan, Haley Deegan, to answer your question, I would say she's slightly underperformed this year, but I'll also say this. Well, she wasn't as under. She's not as overmatched as as Decker was, or as some other drivers have been in recent years. She is overmatched. Like you listen to yeah. her radio, and I'll bounce between. I'll listen to other young drivers' radio, and she needs way more coaching than most other drivers do. And another positive to that is, I say, I'll say she really is coachable. The beginning of the race, she was driving in too deep to the corner every time. Majors was mentioning that, like, hey, you like gap them on entry every time, and then you wash up the track, and they get you back. So, like, back up your entry, back up your entry. And she got better as the race went mm-hmm. on. For like, as like the same with every race this year, her lap times improved as the race went on, and she went from you know running 25th at the beginning of the race to running like 16th by the end of the race. So she is improving. She had some very a very important test at Charlotte, I think, two days ago. It was like I guess her. They apparently rookies get like a special test session. I don't forget. I think they get extra testing. uh, I don't know. It was a thing, but that was huge. I I think that's really important. If she had more practice, I think those, you know, first half of the race where she's overshooting the corner and stuff would not, would not be as big of an issue. Like I compare this. I want to bring up something. I heard Chase Briscoe tell Bob Pachris this week. We talked about SHR struggles. uh, Pachris asked him, asked Briscoe, how much of that do you think is the young drivers like yourself not having as much experience versus the cars? And Briscoe straight up admitted I think a lot of it is us. I think I'm the problem. He said that for the first 75% of races, he's still trying to figure out how to drive the dang car. We need practice back in some capacity. That's the huge difference. Haley Deegan in trucks is doing the exact same thing. I think the first 75% of the race, she's figuring it out. Now, clearly, why I say she's more overmatched than other young drivers is you have Ty Gibbs get into an Xfinity car a year younger than she is, and he goes out and wins in his first ever Xfinity race. No practice, no nothing. He goes out Mm -hmm. and wins. And also, don't forget about Sam Mayer, too. Don't forget about Sam Mayer, too. He ran ninth in a crappy car this week. That was a new team. I I don't know who they were. So Sam Mayer's. so my point is she is overmatched when compared to some of the other drivers in her age bracket that she's going to 
be competing with for rides in the future, but she's coachable, which is something I don't think Natalie Decker really ever was. I just don't think she ever quite had a, a good enough feel of the car to ever yeah. like take any of that, like constructive criticism and actually apply it in the moment. Deegan is able to adapt. So I will give her credit there. Yeah. If you take her finishes without practice, you compare them to, you know, people like a Decker, like a Danica Patrick who had plenty of practice, plenty of chances to get to know her car. She is doing better when you, when you better. weigh it all. When you weigh it all out, she's doing better, but she would benefit a lot more with practice. I will. All, all the young drivers would benefit more. I mean, even Ryan. Uh, uh, what's his name? Ryan Vargas even told us like, man, this is hard. This is hard sometimes. I mean, he's trying his best to adapt as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so outside of of trucks, go back to Cup really quick because um, I think we pretty much covered everything. TV ratings wise. We actually have good news. Yes, get in there. Fox earned a 2.0 rating and if with uh, 3.35 million viewers, most watched sporting event in the U.S. this weekend, Ooh. according to Adam Stern. And I believe it's also like it was com- uh, better than the 2019 running of this race. Granted, that was a Saturday night. Um, I saw it's it's really funny. It was like it was way better. It was like that race yeah. was like a, had like 2.7 million or something. So it was like almost a million more Other sports in general was up because the indy indy car had a huge jump well, that was a jimmy. they did yeah i think that was jimmy i think that's the jimmy well. effect um but i, I gotta say and by the way you're right jordan lawson over 470 watching only 167 licks come on y'all lick that like button like um, the like button everybody but I, I saw it was really funny to me i always get I, I get a lot of criticism from reddit about being too negative among other things um and they're the ones being like sure it was up from 2019 but it wasn't up from 2017 and people and i'm I'm just like i'm like yeah because dell jr was right yeah yeah yeah. and it's like there's a 25 percent drop since then this shows that the sport is dying and i'm like you realize we've stabilized (laughs) since then right like oh but reddit they're supposed to be the experts right and youtubers are stupid but i just i I noticed that like a lot of the fan base even on twitter a lot of people are like yeah but and it's like okay we got to take the win to where we can get them when it comes to ratings right now we can celebrate a little bit well and what i've noticed and i'm hoping that talladega can further this i mean granted we're not gonna have a rain delayed race in june with it um also, we're not probably going to be in the middle of the headlines in America uh, in the next couple of days. Oh, I think that, that helped last year's ratings. That's yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So oh, I, yeah. I will give the benefit oh, yeah. there to last year's race. But I, I, I will say I've noticed the trend has been we've we've fur- we've gotten the gap closer and closer every week when it comes to being down to flat mostly, you know, now and closer to that. So I'm hoping that we stabilize into the summer so we can start building on that come come playoff time but uh no i didn't i mean i i am pleasantly surprised with it because i even thought that it was it wasn't going to be a 2.0 like that number was what surprised me more than the viewership um so that made me happy that made me really happy especially considering there's a, a, a like what was a formula one race in the morning that mm-hmm. i saw was like the second that was an amazing race by the way formula in, one in race Manila. uh in the u.s at least you know ever uh, and then there's an IndyCar race, the season opener, at the exact, almost the exact same time as the Cup race. Blame like it started NBC a little after that, and yeah. finished a little later. Well, I, it sounds like it hurt IndyCar's ratings a little more than it hurt NASCAR's ratings, yeah. but certainly, oh, yeah. like that, I'm sure that. I mean, I was. I'll admit, I stopped flipping back and forth after about 10 laps of the IndyCar race. I mostly stuck with the NASCAR race at that point after uh, Jimmy Jam had his issues. Um, but you know, it, I I think those certainly siphoned viewers away from each other. Definitely. Yeah. 
Um, well, I think it's time for something else. One last thing about this past weekend. Darian, what, what time is it? What, what are we going into right now? The poll! The famous iceberg poll! All right, as we uh, have just, uh, at least on this, my studio side of it, we've just surpassed the 500 threshold. So uh, click that like button. Thank you all like for watching. Like Thank you, guys. Uh, let's get to this. And I have, I have like, all these different things. So we just barely, and I mean barely, like by less than 200 votes, barely missed the all-time record. Oh. We mm. had 13.2 thousand votes for wow. this race. For Richmond, wow! I know. Writing for up polls up. Yeah, I guess hey, I guess so. Good correlation. Which, which makes me really excited for Talladega this weekend. Yeah. I think I said oh, that 15k. Yeah. Um, 15k. Yeah. Anyway, 12 percent of you thought this was a great race. 46 percent of you. <laughs> I wonder why. 46 uh, percent of you thought this is a good race. 29 uh, percent said average. 8 percent below average. 4 percent said. Bad. So we had 58% net approval, and I was looking through here. Let me double check. Uh, but for net approval, that puts us at the 58th highest race in the polls history uh, out of 78 races. So we're kind of in the bottom half there. And as for, you know, as for for uh, net negativity, that puts us tied with the fall race last year at Talladega for 25th. So it was. You know, in the middle on that one. Um, Have we ever had a race that was more net negative than net positive? Poke I think we had plenty, the first, yeah. Uh, not many, actually. The first oh, wow. the first one was uh, Pocono 2019. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was terrible. The <laughs> first one before the PJ1, that was terrible. Yeah, yeah they had a 13%. They had 13% positive versus 43% negative. Wow. Mm, yeah. Oh, nasty. Also, the finale nice. in 2019 was pretty badly viewed, as was what? Atlanta. Uh, Damn, I mean, in 2019. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, we were there. We were there, yeah. though. I remember so it's thinking like, it was a, good, a decent race. I you thought it was championship four slices. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, there's like they would pass. They take turns. Like Kyle Busch would pass Truex, and then Truex would get him back. I'm like, this is good. I stuff. think it's mostly because the championship was pretty much decided with like 30 laps to go because Kyle Busch was already out front. They were, there was no catching him, so maybe that's why. It's not on pit strategy, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it was yeah, Kyle Busch winning. Yeah, let's be real. Like it was Kyle Busch winning. And like, who was his? Who was his next closest competition? Uh, wasn't it Harvick? Yeah, it was Harvick, and he was so like what, go. like five seconds back. But hey, at least the burnout was cool, though. It was cool to, um, seeing it in person. Um, I didn't get the I kept getting my view blocked. People pushed me off the wall. <laughs> well, uh, going back to Richmond, though, to the present. Uh, this was the second of four Richmond races with the poll, second ranked one. Uh, the top one was 2019 Richmond Spring at 68 percent. And then looking through here, we have had twelve or thirteen short track races uh, with the pole, and this one ranks tenth. Uh, and two of the ones below it, uh, two of the three below this one, are Richmond races as well. Uh, mm. So you got that with it. Uh, but looking at some of the comments here, we had three hundred and sixty-nine. Oh, okay. nice, nice, and nice. doing it for Dale. That's impressive. For Dale, that's awesome. Dale, 69. a two for one, two for one, son, two for one. <laughs> so Caleb Leno has the top uh, comments. Hey, I voted someone different this week. Finally, finally, about time. I've heard that name a lot, so I don't know. He's usually the last comment. He's no Denny Delivers, at least, so yeah. he gets a week off. No, Denny Delivers is actually – oh, he's it. not in the top ten. Big. Wow. Okay, yeah, what, what did – whatever his name was, Caleb, what did he have to say? 
Alex Bowman wins at Chicagoland. Chicagoland has left the NASCAR schedule. Alex Bowman wins at Auto Club. Auto Club has left the NASCAR schedule. Alex yes. Bowman wins at Richmond. Richmond sweats nervously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to mm-hmm. lose a date now, Richmond. At least one. You got to suffer. It's going to go to the Chicago street course next year. <laughs> Bowman Dozer, I hear it coming, boy. <laughs> Dozer, no. Leave Richmond alone, man. Weather boy, weather boy says people will say a finish doesn't make a race. I agree. But mm. it was a decent race the whole time. Was good, maybe average. And Harvick's tire bumped uh, bumped it into at least a good. I thought it was good without the finish. I thought it was the whole last 70 laps, like before that caution. I thought Hamlin and Logano going back and forth was shaping up to be really, really yeah. good. Besides the uh, besides the stage cautions, that was pure racing at its finest. Granted, I know nine cars on the lead lap is meh, not the greatest race, but that was pure racing to me. I just took it back to the, to the good old days. Yeah, the good it? old days, the 1980s. Like, don't we want to go back to the 1980s? Oh, like some of y'all say that, right? <laughs> so, that's what it was like. Um, let's see. Need for Speed 5353 says, I'll admit that I cried when it set in that the 48 was back in victory lane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we That's haven't even good. mentioned that. First time in, like, nearly four years. Yeah, 2017. Yeah, official Jeez. win 2017 in Dover. 2019, he did win the clash. Like, we don't talk about that race. That. Yeah. Nobody that, remembers that. That was there's not a good no, race. There's no ally curse. That's not a thing. Hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, I, I'm trying to get, again, I want to get these new different people in here when we, when we get different comments. But there's so many comments just about the 48 being in victory lane, man. Uh, ranting renegade says as a denny hamlin fan i have to say this race be so fine then boom bowman (laughs) be so fun you you got bowman (laughs) Uh, yeah you got bowman for sniper man 300x says that this was the best richmond richmond race i have ever seen i became an ascar fan in 2018 by the way Uh Oh, that explains it. No, I'm kidding. That explains it. Yeah, that explains it right there. Oh, I think we know this person. Claudia Baldwin says only voted great because of the last ten laps. Also, having a happy husband the rest of the night was a bonus too. Other than that, the race was met all day behind first and second place. Yeah. Yep. Uh, was that true? Happy husband. Yeah. Happy yeah. Wise words from my wife. I was a very happy Danny B that night. Uh, Ultimate 23 Dragon says, Bowman won a Richmond race. R.I.P. Richmond. And then uh, underneath says, you know Richmond has another date in 2021, y'all. Bowman can't kill the track mid-season. <laughs> He's going to try. And I come into the chat and be like, you remember when a tornado hit Atlanta Motor Speedway? Oh, yeah, 2005. That's right. Do you remember, do you remember last year when there was a world pandemic that changed everything? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's I Richmond I, about to be the new epicenter of this whole thing. <laughs> that that's where like everyone that, that that has COVID turns into like zombies or something. Oh, uh, but no, yeah. I agree. I agree with Dragon on this one. I, yeah. You know, all jokes aside, this one's staying. Yeah. Downtown nineteen forty three says decent race overall. The last fifty laps were great, but the rest I was. Eh? That's basically me. I hundred percent agree with that comment. I, I like the comers and goers and the strategy. Me too. Tires. Stage two, the, the problem is stage two, there was like nothing. Yeah, well, I, I can see. I can agree with that. But yeah, the rest of the race was fine. It was just like stage two. I don't remember who was out front. I believe it was probably Hamlin or Gano. To and be honest, I was the only probably... interesting thing I think was Truex was trying to work his way through the field. 
Yeah, to be honest, for stage two, I was probably uh, tuned into the IndyCar race more during that time, to be honest. I will, I will say it was really cool seeing the onboard from behind Shrex's car when he came back on the track and Denny Hamlin was right there. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, that was, pre- that was pretty badass. Uh, See, so, you know, that, that it happened like 15 years ago. The, a tornado did not hit Atlanta Motor Speedway this year. <laughs> oh, everybody. no, no, not um, this year, guys. No, no. No, no, I'm talking like 2004, 2005. Yeah, 2005, <laughs> 2005. I think it was in the summer, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, um, but anyway, Ryan Blazy here says, don't let the Facebook fans see the, <laughs> oh, these results. My Lord, it seems like every race is the worst race ever for them. Wait, hold on. Ryan Blazy? Is that the name? I think so. Yeah. Wow. I like that name. Don't yeah. like Happy 420. Happy 420, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, for, with 420 coming around, remember that we should have weed sponsorships in NASCAR. I would love to be yes, like, yes, I'd, lo- I'd love for them to be like, you need to smoke a big, fat, blunt in Victory Lane when you get interviewed. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what you have to do. That would be Snoop funny Dogg as hell. Victory Lane as well. Oh, yeah. I'm just curious, who would be the first? Big driver for a sponsorship like that. Ryan Blaney. Without a doubt. I have no reason Blaney. to say. He just seems like, if I had to like stereotype, he the, seems like doesn't the he, guy. I, doesn't I, he own I, a hemp I, farm? Does he? I didn't know. I, I'm oh. pre- I know. I know there was like a picture on Instagram of him at one, and I'm like, I'm not surprised. Is, oh. is, is, is he named that farm Ryan Blazy? Is that the, <laughs> the commenter? Is he that, should. He should now. <laughs> all right. Let's go, let's go to the last Perfect. comment. I want to ask you all. Uh, so it's from someone called, well, I like, I like the Droidica is the, the profile picture. It says, I swallowed a penny. That's his, his uh, username, positive or negative. Oh, oh I Sounds like he's that. having a bad day already. I'm going to go yeah, negative. Yeah, if you got to be in a, a real bad place to swallow a, a whole-ass penny, so uh, negative. <laughs> Danny? I said negative already. Oh, okay. I swallowed a penny, says, this was one of the boringest races so far. All we had was Ryan Newman hit the wall. Same with Kevin Harvick. I'm happy that Alex Bowman is the track killer. I hate saying that that this is a short track. It poisons the short track name. Oh, no. That's a valid point. Obviously. I, yeah, I, I see where he's coming from. I see it. I just, oh. Boringest. Oh, bo- oh, he said boringest. Oh man. Word. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you all for voting. Make sure to vote this week in the poll because, uh, I, like I said, Talladega is usually a big week. I want to see if we can hit 15K. I, I think that's so a reasonable close. goal. So close, yet so far at the same time. All right. <laughs> let's, get, let's get to what we had a little earlier tonight, and we'll kind of speed things along here. Uh, the Pro Invitational was tonight. Oh, uh, yeah. Caitlin did... Harvick's first race. The Choo Choo <laughs> 70. The Choo Choo 70, as the I like it. racing it. domination until the end. You damn wanker. Yeah. Geico. It was sponsored by Geico. They were just driving like safe drivers. That's you, da- you damn wanker. Joey Geis, you damn wanker, mate. Clint Boyer 50, was just going 50. out for blood in that race. Clint Boyer yeah. is a iRacing menace. bust. He's a, a menace. Bust. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry, but did, did anyone else like find it borderline bad but at the same time funny as hell that boyer was sitting there making fun of being ahead of an eight-year-old yeah i thought that was funny i, I thought it was I, funny but you know funny. i got tired i'll be honest i've been a huge fan of these broadcasts up to this point mm-hmm. this was the first one where i was like i'm getting tired of it because the jokes were all the same almost every yeah. joke 
was at Clint Boyer's expense. Oh, even, Clint Boyer, the dumb redneck can't work the computer. <laughs> oh, oh, look they at Clint even Boyer. recycled the, the, the Taylor Hamlet remote thing. They recycled the Taylor yeah. Hamlet remote thing for like the millionth time. It was, you know. Make it, new yeah. content, Fox. We need new so content. I actually appreciated Boyer being like the little childish supervillain. You know, I, I tweeted a photo <laughs> of the, the whatever the bad guy, the Robbie Rotten guy. I was like, this is that's who Clint Boyer is tonight. I would get him just after the, the, the child, like arch nemesis with an eight-year-old like, that's basically I, what it turned into Clenny rotten that's his name Clenny Rotten. I, I just thought it was funny that keelan harvick was allowed to race in the first place because i racing does have a rule where it's like you have to be at least 13 but yeah. i mean it was so it was so cool to see him race though it's yeah. set he did good it set such an i don't know it just it sends a conflicting message this whole time yeah, like i racing yeah. has always been we all know i racing is notorious for being very protective of their brand oh, and so they're gonna let an eight-year-old race on national tv like yeah. he ended up being fine in fact when he wrecked it wasn't even his fault like the poor he saved it the he point. saved it too Good yeah like the kid and they showed his reaction to getting wrecked he was just in he was like, like he yeah. wasn't like mad or anything so credit to him but it could have been a disaster by putting an eight-year-old out there it wasn't luckily but there was a risk so i just think it's interesting that they try to build themselves as a hardcore sim they were only the best drivers succeed because it's like real racing meanwhile here we are on fs1 watching an eight-year-old pass dale earnhardt jr at talladega <laughs> like okay i racing that sends mixed and mind. also Maybe okay. the, maybe if you really dive into the rules, you know, maybe it's be thirteen to do it on your own or have parents have a super and, yeah and, supervision. And the, the parents right there, so yeah, yeah, true, true. It, I mean, I'll be real with you, especially because I, I I didn't get to see all of it, so I only saw like you know I was I was paying attention somewhat, getting the stream ready, whatnot. Um, I, I I guess. You know, hearing what you guys are saying for the most part, because again, I, I like I said, I saw a good good part of it, but I didn't see like the first thirty or so laps. Um, it was nice to see guys, especially from Rick Ware Racing, that usually aren't up front, actually be up there and get a little extra mm -hmm. TV time. Uh, but I did notice, so like when I turned it on, um, they didn't have the running order going for a while, which wow. I was like, okay, that's that's weird, and they were focused on like Chastain. And uh, and the second pack, but they never stated it was the second pack. So for people coming on like me for like ten laps, I'm sitting there like, man, I'm like, man, Chastain is dominating this thing, dude. Like, <laughs> and now back to the main and, pack, <laughs> and they're like, and this is by the, and and then they're like, and back to the top fifteen, and I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, so we're not gonna focus, and so and when they showed the running order, I'm like, wait, so we aren't focusing on these people who are never at the front unless they're getting lapped on lap ten, like. Come on, Fox. I hate it's I crazy. hate to be nitpicky about this because I understand this is not Fox's deal. It's not what they do. This is this is yeah. new to them as much as it is new to most all of us. It's new to the broadcasters as well. But uh, like, this was the first race where I found myself extremely frustrated with the camera controllers. You know, whoever was working the cameras, I can't count the amount of times that Clint Boyer or Jeff Gordon or Mike Joy or somebody would go, "Whoa, everyone's wrecking!" And literally, yeah. I wish I could see it later. Like, it's not like one, two. 30 seconds later we finally see oh there's austin dylan on the apron wonder how that happened like just the camera Dude, operators yeah. were terrible the like, worst like, one I'll was the last lap the last the, lap was awful yeah, they didn't even know like mike joy called the winner when they were like already on the cooldown lap he, so did you yeah. guys notice that? i i, I would like here I they would, come to the line and it's like they already crossed what, line like, they're still coming a lag for them or something. there was yeah. some yes. sort of delay there. that's what i have to think is that it was like lagging and delaying because like mm. it, that it, there's no way you can tell me that like mike joy was going to be that awful. Like, you can say what you want about Fox. Like, and I, I can listen to both sides of it. I've been pretty critical of Fox the last 
couple years. Um, but man, like, there's no way you can convince me that Mike Joy is that unprofessional that he'd like oh, lose no, track no. of the race. Yeah. And I give uh-huh. Mike Joy a ton of credit because this is. If this is new to everyone, but it's super new to Mike Joy. You think about it, he's been doing things a certain way for 50 years, and they've completely thrown a curveball at him here in the last few months. He's handled it like a champ, and you know I give him a lot of credit for that. But even tonight, he was not on his game, albeit that was obviously a glitch. That was a lag. That's not on him. He was having a hard time filling some of the dead air, trying to figure out what was happening, because it sounds like they were having a hard time seeing all the cameras, because whatever they were seeing was wrong as well. So I just, all around, I, I just... I hate to be nitpicky because I understand it's just a fun thing, but tonight was the first night where it was borderline unwatchable at times because yeah. they just didn't focus on the right action. And mm-hmm. you know, they've stopped caring. Uh, it just, it felt sloppy. All the technical difficulties they couldn't get. They couldn't for. Hey, can you hear us? Okay, no, we'll try again later. Can you? Yeah, hear they us? tried. They nope. tried talking can to Keelan. They no. tried talking to uh, The fan vote winner, Jesse Owens. Yes. That, that, that's us. <laughs> that's us right there. How did Ryan Vargas or or um, or Caruth? Not win the family. Or Gregson. It's very good. We got a very, a very high quality camera. And, and a working Jesse's microphone for Jesse. And throughout the night, had, more and more military, military members base. with him. And yeah. Jeff Gordon reading a script about how great the military. Like, I love yeah. the military, too. Like, heck, yeah. if you want Jesse Uji in your race, do it. But don't pretend it's a fan vote when I don't think this was a fan vote. I mean, vote. literally, you can look behind me. Like, there's military stuff supporting the military behind oh, me. Yeah, I'm like, not going to be some dude who's, like, going to go and, and hate on, mili- on the military. But it's like, you're man. telling me that you got this ultra-good camera for iRacing standards. And then all of a sudden, it. there's more and more throughout the night military members coming in support and you're stuff. You're not bullying like, anybody. Ever since the Oscar Meyer thing with the Newman Prince a couple years ago, when I hear the word fan vote, I'm just assuming it's not going to be who the fans. It's marketing. Stay away. It's marketing. Yeah. It gets people it's talking like, about it because they start. Because think about this: all, every time there's a fan vote on social media, say Twitter for instance, what is immediately what people do if they want somebody to win? They quote tweet it and share it with all their friends to vote for it, and then they, it just becomes sharing it like that. It's it's a, it's a, a beautiful way, a beautifully genius way of marketing. The only fan I, vote that's legitimate is our poll. The yes, ICF yes, poll. yes, absolutely. It's not rigged there. <laughs> you can't rig it. I'm, I'm looking at right now. So Joe Gibbs Racing has a has a contest to pick Denny Hamlin's throwback contest. Contest. And, contest. And uh, first of all, Noah Sweet, his paint scheme, the uh, throwback to Denny Hamlin's car from two years ago, it's made it through as the one that was designed by somebody to maybe be in there. But that was just the contest to be in the contest. Now that it's in the contest, it has to go up against three celebrity schemes, which is Buddy Baker, Ned Jarrett, and Swift Johnson. And I'm looking at the replies to this. They're, they're saying, pick your number, which one you like. It's pretty clear most of it is four. So I'm going to be very, it's going to be very sus if anything other than four wins this fan vote contest. Yeah, this is literally turning into the sus stream. I was just trying to criticize their poor Zoom it's connection true. or whatever they were using. We just start realizing how many sus fan votes there are in NASCAR. Like, yeah, I think no, no disrespect to Jesse Uji. If you want Jesse Uji in your race, just put him in your race. Fox has that right. Yeah, we've had him on the show. The problem is you had guys campaigning that I know have a bigger audience than Jesse Awuji does. Yeah, and yeah. waste Raja and Ryan's time. You know? I, yeah, yeah. I'm just like don't and don't waste our time. Don't 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 come on. Yes, you're not fooling anybody. We could be wrong. Now he does have that military be... support. Maybe they sent out like a newsletter to like the entire U.S. Armed Forces saying, "Hey, vote for Jesse Awuji, yeah. please." And so maybe this was all legit, kind of. Mm, but it, kind I, of. I don't mean to dwell on it. It really doesn't matter. My big problem was just this broadcast was was 
a pile of crap. <laughs> Quite frankly, it, it was the worst iRacing race yet. It was the worst iRacing broadcast yet. I will and, say to, to finish out, I. I swear I'm not trying to become a Joey Logano fan, but the dude's funny. I'm sorry, he is. You know when he was, when no, he no, was, I, no, 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 no. When he was, right, they, when they're like, you yeah, know, what's it look like? What's it look like out there for the uh, the restart? And he goes, well, Chastain is on everybody's, yeah. you know, hitting on everybody, so it's pretty realistic out there. And I'm just like, okay. Look, I, I like, I do like Logano to an extent, but but at the same time, he can be kind of a pest on the racetrack and stuff, and then. When he gets out in his interviews, I like to thank my guys so much. You know, I'm just like, but just, I don't know. I want to get him on that. just so that he I can do. rate your impersonation of him. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I feel we'll like he'd actually play along with it and have fun with it, honestly. Yeah, yeah, he seems cool. Yeah, Gano's like cool funny, but have y'all noticed mm-hmm. every week there's like some line someone says that just weirdly like seems to rub Logano the wrong way like he gets kind of oddly offended by it this week it was when Boyer joked about him jacking up restarts and did y'all notice Logano was like oh hey now like now 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 like that's like, <laughs> yeah it didn't sound like he was smiling and he was saying like oh hey now it sounded like he was going oh come on man I don't I do not jack up restarts are you kidding me except for 2015 when uh you know wrecked Kenseth and then I got junked except he's, for that time he's he's having non-flashbacks maybe that's what it was but it's, uh, he's done that before. I can't think of the other ones. But like every week, there's something that like I don't know. It just it gets weird. It we does need, get weird all of a sudden. And then and I then, and then when he freaking on. laughs. We need to when move he freaking on. laughs, though, man. One last thing. When he laughs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. This sounds like Deegan. Never mind. I'm positive. Oh my god, bro. <laughs> uh, let's talk about something funny oh. here. Uh, opposite of Logano. Denny Hamlin, did you guys see all the sticky notes that he put on his remote? Yeah, yeah. He's like, don't touch. Don't there was touch. like, okay, I'm reading them all. There's four that say don't touch. There's one that says grounded if you touch, no iPad if you touch, and then keep away. There's one that didn't have any sticky notes on it. I almost tweeted like, hey, I, what's that remotely go to? Because I, I, I think that goes to like a uh, like a nope. Roku or something like that. The nuclear not codes. Not <laughs> <laughs> Well. I think we should probably move on from this subject here for a yeah. moment. <laughs> Congrats to who Who won? Keselowski. Keselowski. Yeah, Keselowski. After Keselowski. all that, Keselowski. He went full NASCAR heat. That was a boring finish. That was a yeah. He went full NASCAR heat and just decided finally to, to just go below the L-line and door slam Davison they, out of the way. They probably would have ran a much better race on NASCAR heat, to be honest with you. You can actually like, this you know, like a NASCAR pack races. This looks uh, like a heat race. Mm, yeah, I, I would, did every all you around. You can actually the pass on heat, though. No, no, no. You can actually pass on heat, though. Yeah, I, guess. I guess. The filter time bash, I think, did a lot better job of uh, putting yeah. on the race. <laughs> yeah, filter and, time bash. And, and we had like 430 extra miles to do that. Um, mm. I just call this thing a NASCAR heat race. There goes any chance of us getting an iRacing endorsement. Sorry, guys. Oh, uh, yeah. We're probably going to be banned for life and then sued. Yeah. We're banned I, for I tried life. to log in. One day, I finally, like, I'm going to start up an account and I just. Nope. Before, we're, we're, before you start, we're all we gonna to get like band. a cease and desist mail to us and a pig's head and be like, "Stop now!" Stop now. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think too many of us talked to talked to our buddy Austin for us to be getting any kind of endorsement from them. So. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, moving on to something a little a uh, little more positive. positive. We do have a mailbag question this week, and I think this is one that's gonna be fun for all of us here. So, uh, it says from Gavin Adcock says. If you could buy or if you could own any NASCAR Cup Series team, what would what would you choose? You can pick a specific year even for these teams. For example, for him, 2014 Hendrick. What do you guys got? Mm-hmm. Mm, this is very interesting. You know, 
Um, I just did a video on these guys. Chance 2 Motorsports was my all-time favorite Bush team. It still is to this day. I would love to have owned that when uh, Truex was uh, winning his championships back in the day. That's a pretty obscure one because my for sure we all immediately thought of like Hendrick or a Gibbs team or they something. They had like that. so many cool paint schemes though, like every single weekend it seemed like. So I don't think I have a good one that can top that. Part of me wants to own Roush, but then I, I we hear the stories about how stingily mm-hmm. Jack Roush sort of operated that but thing. But you don't operate it differently though. I know, me. but I don't have deep pockets, so how am I going to expand this budget? Well, like, let's, I, I mean, let's, hypothetical. Let's play along. Let's play along. Hypothetical. If that were the case, I would take over like two. I'd take over Roush Fenway in the late '90s, like so. I get like Mark Martin in his prime. I get Jeff Burton for a little bit. I get you know, uh, Chad. I get Kurt Busch, Matt Kenseth in their prime. You know, right oh, there, wait. the bride, rise. What about Kevin LePage though? Wait, oh wait, never mind. I'm thinking of the '90s. Oh, oh yeah, this is the '90s. What, what year was LePage? I was thinking like I'm gonna say like '97. I get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was there. He was there oh, well, in like '98, '99. So LePage. Okay, let's say '99. We'll take Roush Fenway, Roush Racing in the '99, starting in the year '99. That's what I'll do. I'll yeah. go with. I think for me, all things considered, you you obviously take out what happened to the actual owner, but. They had so much potential. 2001 DEI, that would be such a good team. Mm-hmm. Like the, good. Mikey was coming into was coming into his prime there. Dell Jr. obviously ton of momentum, and even Steve Park still had a lot of potential then. I'm going with 2007 Hendrick. They won 18 of the 36 races that year. 16 of them from only two drivers. Now mm-hmm. you might wonder why that year compared to 2014, and it's for this. I would basically after the year shoe off Casey Mears, and my team would be Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Johnson, Kyle Busch, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Mm-hmm. That, right that would have been the true it's, dream it's team still, right there. It's I, still scary to think that they that they got rid of Kyle Busch. Oh. Well, and, and the, the story from what I've heard, I think Kyle Busch has talked about it. It was before. miscommunication, no, basically. Well, it's that, and right? that Jeff Gordon and Jimmy Johnson were really good friends with Casey Mears, so they were pushing to keep Mears instead of Kyle Busch, because let's be real, Kyle Busch is a, a young guy in his 20s. He would have given, given them the business there. Terrible to work with, though. Yeah. He was not fun to work with. I'm uh, curious if M&Ms would have come over to Hendrick or if they would have still followed through to Joe Gibbs. Maybe. Uh, I, I, that, that is, I would love to see if somebody can make an M&M scheme with the five on it. That would be I know that, I know that Before they, annou- they officially announced their move to Toyota, there was a, uh, a paint scheme reveal for Kyle Busch's 18. It was a Chevy. It was a Chevy body with the 18 M&Ms on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's so, always a what-if car. And think of it, you sign Kyle Busch to a two-year deal. If he doesn't work out, you just put Brad Kozlowski in that car. Perfect, perfect situation. There you, go. you can't lose. Can't lose. Hi- hindsight is beautiful. I'm the best car owner ever now, man. <laughs> invent uh, time-traveling technology, and we're good to go. Oh yeah, just figure out a way to off Rick Hendrick in the mid two thousands and somehow uh, like hostile takeover that thing and get yourself <laughs> at the top of the business. It's just crazy to me that Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Teresa Earnhardt built like this dynasty in in the um, in the then called NASCAR Bush Series, and then after two thousand uh, five, uh, Junior's uh, he's just like, eh, I don't want to work with Teresa anymore. You know, it's too much. <laughs> now I don't blame him. Uh, before we go on to the next segment, well, I'll let you know that you can be in the mailbag section as well for when we talk about it next week and beyond. Uh, email us at weeklypodcastguest at gmail.com. That is all lowercase letters, weeklypodcastguest at gmail.com. That does not mean you will be a guest, 
but that you can at least have your comment read and heard uh, on mm-hmm. on the stream. So right. I put that in the chat earlier. Uh, I'll probably put it in the chat by the end of the night again. I, I, uh, I got it in the chat now. So Nice. 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 Thank you, Danny. Uh, but moving on in the show. Uh, well, before we move on to the next uh, segment, we have to thank one of our sponsors tonight, Lionel. Uh, thank you for sponsoring uh, us. The lightning round coming up is brought to you by Lionel. They're the official diecast co- company of NASCAR. Uh, and man, they've, they've got some real, I mean, just like we do tonight, they have some really good and, uh, unique ones. Uh, look out at Walmart, Target, and wherever they sell Lionel diecasts and get you some, uh, because I, look I've at seen the that, grill, look at the grill. <laughs> I, I've seen, they've been putting out some, uh, newer ones and newer ones from like this year, for instance. So just saying there's more coming it's out. It's even got a gold. It's even and got a golden exhaust, too. Because wow. of what happened this weekend, I have officially pre-ordered my 2021 Alex Bowman Richmond Race Win version. I didn't have a car within arm's reach, so I just went with old reliable Matt Kenseth 2017 Circle K. Even the steering wheel moves in here. Oh, my, the die my, cast back in the but, day. By the way, as, as, the, the, Bowman, wheel moves. as the Bowman oh, one is oh, on, yeah, str- right. on, on screen right now, my, uh, my dad wanted to remind me to let everybody know that he called Bowman winning uh, with four to go. He called him. Oh, so, yeah, call. good job, Dad. Good job. Uh, good, job, good, job. It, it, good job. Good man. Good man. Because I sure didn't. How do you guys? This is a random question. I was thinking about this the other day when I was filming something. How do you guys hold when you're like holding up your diecast to the camera? Do you hold it like this? Do you hold it like two hands? Do you hold these it like, two hands just to palm. be safe? Just In to my be palm. safe. I hold two hands. You, two hands. Uh, See, I'm, I'm closer the, to Danny. Me and Danny are kind of the same. Let me hold it with two fingers. Thumb is on the door, and then you got <laughs> spin it, spin it, Dan. Your little like basketballs on your fingers. Uh, so <laughs> no, I'm scared. Just letting you know, I've uh, mine is a Ralph Earnhardt diecast, by the way, and we counted. It has eight eights on it. Eight. Uh, yeah, there's like the place. There's one right here and here and here. Two back here that aren't For showing up on the screen. They're everywhere. Wait, yeah, there's, yeah. There's how many eights on that one? Eight. It's a shame this thing. I think you got eight on that one, too. I got your beat. There's a... Oh, no, ten, probably. Two, four, six, uh, eight, and ten on the front. Dang. It's a shame this scheme finished second to Tony's story. I mean, I... That's a good-looking car. It it is. It's awesome. Finished second in the 2005. 2005, yep. Runner-up finished to smoke. Now, I don't know. Can can you guys hear what's coming, though? (laughs) What's coming? Ground on the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. Oh, shit. I thought that was a Never mind. <laughs> well, I'm watching Darian get struck by lightning here. No, oh, no. It's... <laughs> that was perfect. That was perfect. That's an actor. <laughs> and by the way, we'll get the Super Chats right after the lightning round. So just if you need to leave any, if you want to leave any, keep them coming. Go for it. Um, and yeah, yeah, you're right, man, in the chat saying that uh, I'm going really old school with mine. Um but yeah, so the lightning round this week, we got we got some stuff and things to talk about in here. Thanks. Uh, looking at it right here, Hedrick Motorsports is in the middle of renegotiating Alex Bowman's contract extension. Speak they... of the devil, oh. Danny. Speak of the devil. Uh, a multi-year de- uh, deal this time? Hopefully, hopefully. Hopefully. Isn't that what they did with Byron last year? He wins at Daytona, and then like two weeks later, or maybe it was less than that, they're like, oh, he's here for three more years or two more years, whatever I think it was, like, right? I think so. Bowman gets away, and Rick's like, hey, you want to stay? 
Yeah, it's almost like, oh, I just realized Alex Bowman's a decent driver. I mean, maybe we should see if we want to keep him. Like, <laughs> something that I started thinking about, he's only like two more years away from being there longer than Casey Kane. So, oh, dang, that's true. Yeah, Casey Kane. Yeah, he did. Have it felt start. longer. It, it felt longer for Kane being there because he he was worse oh. at Hendrick than yeah. Bowman. Yeah, Bowman has got Bowman has done the opposite of Kane. Kane got well, like five wins when he started, and then yeah, and, and then phew, just downhill basically. Uh, let's see. Justin Allgaier is throwing it back to Dale Earnhardt's 2000 Daytona 500 scheme. <laughs> the, the worst Daytona 500. He was pissed after that race, too. That's a funny before part. We, before we get to someone else's throwback, that's where, that's where Teresa went, hmm? Yeah. Teresa. Teresa. <laughs> the first, yeah. Um... The NASCAR Euro Series tested on ice, so I expect there to be a race in Antarctica in Cup in the next few years. Oh, no, I think it's, they're just going to turn Bristol into an ice rink. <laughs> Bristol is just going to be that utility track. They're going to ice skate around it. Uh, got down to 55 degrees here. Michigan on ice. Michigan on 55 ice. 55 degrees. That's, see, we haven't been at 55 oh, since March. Oh, no, sorry. That's the high. That's what I'm saying. We haven't had a, a high of 55 since March. What's yeah. the weather like out there today, Jared? What's the Awful. Weather? Well, <laughs> it's it's below forty. Oh, oh, oh! It's not. Even, well, it's not cool. It's like that. Seventies today. Uh, I know someone is oh. getting ready for that. Oh my gosh! I think um, Vegas was in the eighties today. So, but Jesus, Jerry. Oh, I'm sorry. I got to work on my tan. So I don't <laughs> look pale. Uh, so while Jennifer Joe Cobb won't be starting this weekend, Harrison Burton will. Uh, his he's making his Cup debut at Talladega, and I believe he's the first driver mm-hmm. ever in, in Cup. Yeah, to be born in the 2000s. So, geez, that makes me kind of feel. Oh, really? That's crazy. That's Whoa. crazy. Well, I saw somebody put out a, a post at one point, and it made me like just stop and think for a moment. And it was like, if you're buying alcohol and they check your ID. It, they'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, you're good. And they'll be like, wow, that, that took really, that was really quick. Uh, and they're like, well, yeah, you were born in the 1900s. <laughs> <laughs> it's what it feels um, like now, man. Uh, this is for whoever is still on them, but uh, st- and, and we'll bring it up next week just to let you know as well. NASCAR Heat 2 and 3 online servers are being shut down on April 30th, uh, letting you know now. Hey, I mean, I'm, I've seen people live live stream from online with them, so. Yeah, oh, yeah, Michael. Are the NASCAR Heat Evolution ones still up? No, 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 no. I think they're done. I think they're I, I don't think, think, think so. Well, that, Burn them. I'm sitting thinking, dang, they gave them a lot less time than EA gave people. They were still playing NASCAR 09 up until, like, NASCAR. Those were the days. Those were the days, bro. I miss those servers so much. Uh, congrats to Raja Karuth for winning back-to-back races at Hickory. Uh, that's awesome, awesome hey, I, to see. I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if Roger's gonna really, I don't know how far he's gonna go with NASCAR, but he's proven he, he's got what it takes to make a solid uh, light model career. And you know what? There's plenty of guys like Bubba Pollard who make a solid living uh, racing in, in uh, strictly light models. So, yeah, uh, shout out to Roger. Went, went down to the Nashville Fairgrounds this weekend. There's a lot of, a lot of solid, solid racers just making their, their living racing light models down there. Did well, you see any Karens this weekend, <laughs> uh, Danny? Uh, the Karens were in hiding. I, I think they were crying. Mm. Where are they? Yeah, probably crying. Oh, excuse so me. Yeah, of, the, of the race cars and the happiness. They probably called the police too, idiots. Like, oh, it's too loud. It's too loud. You know, typical Karens do. So. <laughs> oh, man. Well, anyway. Uh, 
F1 will be in Miami racing around the Hard Rock Stadium starting in 2022 for a 10-year deal. Um, I guess Circuit of the Americas is in trouble. I can't remember where I saw the quote. It was from someone, I think, associated with Formula One, and they basically said, yeah, we found out that Texas doesn't really like Formula One, apparently. <laughs> it took them, uh, dude, they've been racing there since 2013. It took them long enough. Maybe not for much longer. I don't know. Guys, y'all coming down to Circuit of the Americas in a few weeks? Yeah. Might, yep. be, the, might yep. be the first and last time. Let's just be honest. Oh, no. Hey, I've been on the Coda train since the start of this podcast. Hey, I got to be there. Let's hope the NASCAR fans turn out and turn it into a valid stock car. Like IndyCar went there in 2019 and hasn't been back since. So hopefully, there's, I just I don't know that track. Now, granted, this year's uh, U.S. Grand Prix, it'll be the final well, one. And well, I think they're still going to have it next. I think they're still going to have it next year in Austin as well. Really? I, I think they, they might have two, two, right? I think they're going to have two, right? Isn't that what they want? I have no idea. I'll be honest. I just oh, don't they have talked about that a few years I just, ago. I didn't really think they would do it. But I wow, just don't okay. know. I don't know how long the F1 contract with Coda lasts, but if, if it is maybe done after this year, I have no idea. I think it may last yeah. at least a couple more years. But I'm going to worry about the track after that. I'm going to try and head down to Miami, you know, beach, and then also watch some F1 racing. That'll be a great weekend. For well, sure. Marcus Smith, uh, when he talking about Coda, said there's going to be probably – Forty to fifty thousand people there. So. That, that, that'll be a pretty good crowd if they That's get good. Like the IndyCar race I went to a couple of years ago, their debut. I think they maybe got fifty thousand on su- on Sunday the main race, maybe. But that was it again, certainly no wasn't sold out. There yeah, was it no certainly COVID wasn't sold out. But no, yeah, it was no. good. It was. I think it was more like thirty to forty thousand fans, if mm-hmm. I remember actually. So yeah. this, that's big for NASCAR if they get that. Uh, Daytona International Speedway's Chip Weil has been promoted to NASCAR Chief Track Prosperities Officer. Uh, Frank Kelleher uh, will be the new track president for Daytona. So I, I found out recently my old next-door neighbor who moved away a while, apparently he was, like, really good friends with Chip Weil, and I never knew that. Wow. Yeah, what are the so odds? I, yeah, I, I, apparently it's his job, world. he flew around a lot and met Chip Weil. I don't, I, they, they, thanks for telling me. Yeah, thanks a <laughs> lot. Later. Uh, Greg Biffle uh, was in the SRX photo shoots, so uh, yeah. they got He's somebody. Going. They got somebody under the age of of uh, sixty <laughs> in that thing. <laughs> He's gonna win the championship. Please run full time, Biffle, so you can win I, the championship. I think he will. I think it'll be between him, Stewart, and Labonte. I think the stock car guys. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What about Mikey though? Mikey, Mikey he'll compete for the surprise run at him, boys. I'm here to tell you. He's gonna win six for six. Maybe Daryl Walter might be closer. <laughs> I didn't hear what you said, Darian, but I'm sure you were you were wrong. Whatever it was, <laughs> I said he's gonna he's gonna be six for six. Oh yeah, no. BW might be able to tell Mikey some secrets about the National Fairgrounds. Yeah. Uh, Want to say that contrary to reports, Dover's races this year are not canceled. That was on I think like Ticketmaster and stuff like that was yeah, screwing was up weird... with it. Yeah, um, I don't know it was. Uh, Kurt Busch was at the National Super Speedway on Monday testing. Uh, just let people know. So they're really going like all in on testing that. I, I kind of wonder if they like don't the do second, that at other new tracks. So yeah. I'm kind of wondering like what the, the deal second is. second or third test there now. Third. I think there was even two tests this week. I think even Bell was there. Yeah, Christopher Bell I think was there too. So they've been really testing. There I think it's just because it's – even, I think. I think it's just such a – yeah, it's an important facility. I think they want that race to go well because they want Nashville to love NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, they really do. Which, which I can tell you this just because I was out there a little few days ago. That that track is in really good condition, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I'll tell you what. I guarantee there's going to be at least one person thinking that they're like, you know, got this, you know, thousand time bigger brain energy than everybody else. It's going to be like, 
the 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 sound we could hear it from the neighborhood in Nashville. The sound in Lebanon was too loud. I guarantee. Uh, or they're gonna say the super speedway was too loud, thinking that it's actually in Nashville. I guarantee there'll be at least one idiot like that. Yeah, because they don't know what they're talking about. <clears throat> Uh, Jennifer Jo Cobb, as we said before, will not be competing in the cup race at Talladega this Sunday and will be replaced, uh, reportedly, by J.J. Yaley. Remember that Cody Ware is also uh, allowed to race, but at and the same time... And Derek Cope also as well. That, that That's the one that I, I just... De- Derek Cope being allowed to after 15 years just kind of throws me just for a loop. Just that spot of him coming down the back straightaway at like 15 miles an hour. Now, to be fair, Cody Ware did at... at, at at one point in in last year's Talladega race, uh, he was in the top five. So I mean, there is some merit there, but at was the same time, and stuff at the time. No, no, it was uh, straight up. It was straight up. I, I gotta ask, why was Cody Ware not in the eye racing race tonight? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. They yeah, saw was... him as a menace. Well, also, you know, James Davison was in the race too. I mean, remember Martinsville? Those two. I did out. So I wonder how many times he's together. called him a wanker. Oh, like probably, probably multiple times at this point. Uh, Kyle Busch is running the Eminem's 80th anniversary throwback. Uh, and looks so stupid. It's the exact same paint yeah. scheme. So yeah. lame. So lame. Oh, I got it. Let's change our our mascots. Dude, now, they basically did that in cooler. 2016. I think this one's like, yeah, the 75 car for the yeah. 75th year anniversary. Yeah. So uh, it's funny. They use the same one. We'll just change the number. We'll uh, change the number. Th- this one's cool though. Eric Jones is running an honorary mm-hmm. scheme for the Tuskegee Airmen at Talladega yes. this weekend. Yeah, if, if you've never seen uh, if you've never seen the movie Red Tails, watch it. Amazing movie. It was announced that uh, both him and their IndyCar program will be. Yeah, be Connor Daly. Connor Daly. So as the well. races where Air Force is involved, it will no longer be. Uh, what was it? The one Bubba was running, like the the the, the Warthog. The Warhog, yeah, yeah, the Warhog one. Yeah, yeah. so not running that one. Running Tuskegee Airmen, which is a really nice, nice design. I wish they would have done that at least once with Bubba. I think it just would have been so fitting. It would have been. It would have been more. I I think. I think. I might have made a comment like this. Like, like it's. It's kind of odd. They just lost their African American driver. And And now, yeah, they're yeah doing the honorary Tuskegee thing. Yeah. And now I saw that also. uh, Derek Krause, we talked about it or alluded to it earlier, is doing a Michael Waltrip throwback (laughs) with the, the E. So, so earlier, Teresa went, hmm? Now she went, yeah, this is Karen Earnhardt. Yes. Get him out of here. <laughs> what is he doing? Who is it, he it's he a good-looking scheme, but I'd be surprised if by the time they get it to the track, if it doesn't look different, honestly. Uh, NASCAR's... Honestly, they should have it as a backup to run a Michael Walter racing throwback, like yeah. the 07 paint scheme. NASCAR denies entry, like, hey, we don't want to get sued by the Wicked Witch of the South, so please leave. <laughs> uh, come, come back another time. Corey LaJoy is sponsored by Fox Nation at Talladega, and I'm sure people on Twitter will be very civil about it. Uh, <laughs> Wait, isn't that the uh, the uh, the freaking commercials during the races? Like canceling, yeah. cancel. Yeah. It's like it's like a it's like it's not it's not quite Fox News, but it's just uh, a mixture of things. Those freaking commercials Joyce? always get me. Joy's in the most random sponsors. Is the freaking like NFL Hall of Fame or something on it at one point? <laughs> you got you got to do what you got to do, man. Letting people know, I forgot how many it is. Um, let me let me check on Twitter really quick. But our buddy IDK decided to tweet at Marcus Lemonis. Hey, and IDK. I go. just I want to say I want to say this just for the absolute just comedy of this. Uh, but he he tweeted at Marcus 
how many uh, retweets for a free RV? And I, I want to. I, let me see if I can find how many. It was a it was a are. random number. It was but, a random number. At this point, Marcus Lemonis is the only person in, related to NASCAR I would believe when he has a fan contest at this point. Yeah. One hundred twenty-seven thousand three hundred fifty-six retweets. IDK currently has about five hundred. So uh, <laughs> help him if you can. Help him if you can. Uh, Every little bit, no, it doesn't. But, <laughs> no, no. Oh, that might not happen. Freaking drive through has won an RV. Props to him, but he's in Canada, so like he, well, has, he, might to not wait. Get it. he has to wait. Until Beautiful tax it. rates up there. <laughs> um, and then I wanted to, to comment on this one just because, as a Vikings fan, I can make jokes about it. Former wide receiver and Jay Cutler damage control improv corner. Brandon Marshall was on the Dale Jr. download uh, this week, so that should be pretty interesting to watch. Why? Uh, uh, I think it's in it's in collaboration with I Am Athlete, their podcast, because um, Ocho Cinco was out there, and then some other guys were out there. So I think it's like this huge collaboration. Um, I just did. wondered if he had anything to do with NASCAR, but that's fine. I know yeah. Bubba was on the, their show, you know, a few weeks back. Yeah, they're they're they seem to be really interested and in, intrigued in uh, the world of NASCAR. So that's it's good. good. It's cool to see. I just wanted to say that just because as a Vikings fan, it was so often that Brandon Marshall was their best cornerback. So yeah, <laughs> and he all, always defended Jay Cutler. That's my quarterback always. I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah, but that's the lightning round this week, y'all. So Woo. Darian, do your thing. And. Once again, that was the lightning round on the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. And now, back to the show. Before we get to Super Chats, we have to thank our other sponsor. Y'all know who it is. Forney. Forney. Don't say it, Darian. I'm I'm not. That was a one-time thing, I promise. They offer a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines uh, from do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metal workers. Forney has everything you need for your next big projects ahead to forney industry or forney end forney ind.com or check them out at an authorized forney dealer near you huge supporters of uh, the out of the group podcast network in the nascar weekly podcast so go check I out need to get forney. forney i need to get forney tools because this screw is still out of my mic i need to screw it back on. i i they you have to forney it you, you'd have to weld it back on with forney That's whatever it takes whatever it takes eric <laughs> It's my mic. I don't want to buy another one. Just it's gonna fall apart. A screwdriver. What? I don't have a screwdriver, man. My oh old my roommate God. took them. They were his. There, there. I'll, I'll help you out. I have a screwdriver. My bathroom door's falling apart too at the scene. Oh Everything. my gosh. I'll get you a screwdriver. I need forty tools. <laughs> oh man. Oh uh, yeah, but we do do thank Forney for their support for the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. Thank uh, you guys so much. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, well. As you said earlier, Eric, we do have super chats, so I probably should yeah. go and read those because a lot of people left a lot of mm. stuff. I can't wait to see how everyone bashes me. <laughs> oh, God. Bashes. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, GP Laps for $5 says, keep doing what you do, boys. Thank you. We Thank you. Thank you. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, what was his name? Uh, GP Laps. Oh, I think oh, yeah, he's a YouTuber. Yeah, IndyCar mm-hmm. YouTuber, I believe. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. I just subbed to him, yep. I love his content. Yeah, thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. Uh, Alex McLeod says for $1.99, thoughts on Keelan Har- Harvick iRacing the big boys? I, I think we covered that a bit earlier. He did well. He's a future Cup Series champion, a future world champion. A Just star off of that alone. in the making. Yeah, a star in the making. Irvin Alvarado for four ninety nine dollars says, uh, if 
Keelan Harvick can operate iRacing at uh, at eight, then a kid could easily drive a cup car like an iPhone. <laughs> I feel old saying it. Give me AARP. I think, um, I don't know what's going on, but I think some of the super chats got like, it, it like refreshed it, to a different page. You've lost really? something because I remember that GP lap and it was well into the show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh. Is YouTube fumbling up with super chats now? Yeah. Are so, are you on that normal chat? Page? We might have lost you. Mm, uh oh so we'll see if we can refresh it but yeah yeah i mean if if we don't read yours uh i apologize and i'll be sure to answer them after the show and yeah the that's you it's youtube by the way YouTube, it's not us yeah youtube does these every now and then mm, so i apologize yeah. if, if are you on the right oops throwing things around are you on the <laughs> right like the correct link like the right viewer activity thing yeah that's probably what it is i don't know what it's specifically called yeah, I don't know what's up with that, but I apologize if we've lost some. A lot of them were ripping on my hair, so that's, that's funny. <laughs> um, uh, I do see a, a new one you just got from Josh Bear Lawn Care. Yeah, I'll read yeah, that. I love the I'll photo. Read... Love the photo, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty funny. I'll read that in a moment. Um, Michael Mrutz says 48 car, boom. Uh <laughs> Boom. Jordan Lawson, $2 Super Chat, says Keelan is performing better than SHR. Damn. Oh, God. Oh, Damn. Almarola, did y'all notice he didn't even start the race tonight? Yeah, internet. Yeah, internet issues. DNF. Or, um, uh, I, I um, wonder who then, that yeah, was I saw this, like, sitting back there. <laughs> uh, Slappy Joe for $10 says Jarrett looking like the protagonist of the VHS video day at school where he teaches us about anti-bullying and more. I laughed note. at hey, that guys. earlier. I, I did, that. too. I did, too. Um, oh, my God. Uh, I was thinking I belonged in a movie like American Pie or something. Um, <laughs> Philip Richards for $2 says real fan votes end up Bushy McBush race. <laughs> that is true. That is, yeah. That, I can't say that one was fake. Yeah, and also, and also, really also remember the infamous uh, 2012 Mountain Dew uh, name. Poor <laughs> Chan. That was Poor great. That's, if if that you don't know good. what that one is, you got, you got to check that one you out. I'm not going to tell you. Just go look it up. Yeah, yeah trust it up. me. It's funny as hell. Uh, GN for the $5 Super Chat says 1996 to 2000 Hendrick would have loved to see Labani's second title and also my favorite driver Jeff Gordon was in his prime and Nadu's only win mm -hmm. um, 2000 yeah. Dustin Thatcher Jerry <laughs> Jerry Jerry uh, Dustin Thatcher thank you for the 299 says uh, trying to have Willie B's rainbow car and it blew up okay mm -hmm. uh, Metzcast says hey Iceberg what is your novel called <laughs> you do you do look like you look like a famous author that would be signing at the back of a Barnes and Nobles or yeah, like, or like, like, mm. or, like the, or like the neighborhood's best random, random Starbucks and there's Jarrett just typing away just or, typing. or you'd look like the neighborhood's best D&D &D dungeon master <laughs> <laughs> oh man Maybe, maybe next I need to try and have waves, right, Darian? Dude, I, I, that was such a fail. Only like one and a half in total after <laughs> months of brushing and brushing my hair. It sucked. I, I think uh, thanks to someone, I recognized this super chat from earlier. I think they sent their super chat again and it disappeared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got it. I'll get to it. Um, Dustin Thatcher for Dower99 says, I always look forward to Coda for F1. Uh, well, you probably aren't going to be able to look forward to much longer. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Well, for F1. Uh, yeah. Josh Barry Lawn Care and Bird Feeders says, Danny, 
Can you do a replay of your reaction to last week's winner? Don't have to do a replay. It's it's actually on my Twitter. So if you go to my Twitter, yeah, it, go on you can find it. Uh, the Rammers line for 1,000 Costa Rican credits, I think it is. Uh, yep. It says hashtag GoFundTree. Uh, and then Dustin Thatcher for $1.99 says, Mine was when you guys were talking about Diecast. Uh, well, thank you. Oh, and maybe then, that was his super chat. Was that oh, what he was saying? Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I, and again, I apologize. For some reason, YouTube. YouTube, like, up, like, let me see if I can. YouTube has mixed priorities. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, they screw up with a lot of these. It, it's yeah. weird. They've never done this to me. Yeah, they give know. us a great platform to do what we do and enjoy what mm-hmm. we do, but they also yeah. do horrible technology to work with at times. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes the whole site crashes. Uh, I said some crazy deja vu. I feel like we've had this exact like moment. Even Danny like looking off to the side there, that was weird. Just want to let you all know, my mind just exploded. <laughs> he I, is dreaming. He had some crazy dream recently or something. Yeah. I don't know what's I, going I on. I get that feeling. I'm working on two monitors, so if I want to like – really look into something i gotta look over here no but i'm saying like i've seen that before danny saying something about youtube while looking off to the side i'm i gotta get a drink of water i'm losing my mind he's smoking that loud loud man that's what it sounds like (laughs) are you okay are you are you you out of the groove right now look at my hair yeah what's up oh what's up with your hair bro what happened i'm losing my mind (laughs) (laughs) this is freaking crazy well, thank you guys for everyone who did leave Super Chats, and I apologize. Uh, one more before we head out. One La- more. Josh Berry Lawn Care and Bird Feeders for 10 bucks says, I got an email from NASCAR.com that my Chase Elliott Seeds Manali diecast got pushed back to November. <laughs> did any of you guys get delayed? Also, I don't have a Twitter, Danny. That is surprising because I figured I'd be one of our top priorities to get that diecast out. So. Oh, what? It got delayed? Why? Okay, Why hold up one second. I want to grab something. I want to show you okay. this diecast was from 2017. And my grandfather did not get this thing until 2019 summer. Oh, nope. no. And it, and I do it, know that Lionel's recently had a shipping delay, something. something. This one. What? He waited until oh, 2019? That one took a long time for some reason. It Why? did. Well, it's because it had the fan names on it. Like, my name is on oh. the deck lid right under Nationwide. And then thank you, the Rammers line, uh, for 2,500 Costa Rican credits. To clarify, we managed to get urinating tree and five points vids to... Twerk and yoga pants <laughs> no! for charity yesterday. No. What? Is this real? No, no way. This can't no be. Way. That can't be real. I didn't hear about it. I didn't. I didn't see it. Says a thing. if if no. if anyone wants to donate, link in the chat. Um, <laughs> I feel like if that happened, that should have been all over Twitter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's I no way. I'm I'm gonna plead the fifth on what I think happened. Um, but I know someone said to spin the UFO in, in one of the su- or a few of the super chats. So. so at least you get that. Yeah, that's your consolation prize. Spin, the UFO. <laughs> spin it away. All right. Well, there's not gonna be no torquing from your NWP. Uh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Sorry. <laughs> now don't be so sure. No, that's okay. after hours. <laughs> <laughs> we, this is a later stream than usual. Yeah. I'm feeling that, a little. little yeah. That's for channel there. members only. <laughs> ah, I'll be Patreon getting that out exclusive. soon. By the way. I'll be getting that out soon. Uh, and then Dustin Thatcher says, uh, my name is on the passenger side of the first eight. Ralph? Um, okay. Oh, nice. Jeez, uh, everyone's putting them in right at the last second. Whiskey Foxy 31 says, I've, uh, for two Canadian dollars, says, I've got a 164 that's supposed to arrive April 22nd, 2022. Okay, that's ridiculous. Okay, that's what? That's like a year from tomorrow. What the heck? Like, <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's a year. All right. Let's, uh, we'll read the rest of the Super Chats, whatever ones come in after. Hopefully YouTube doesn't screw it up. Uh, yeah. But 
Well, anyway, JP, JP Lamp said thanks, boys. So he, he saw it. Yes, oh. yes, of course. Yes. Thanks, man. Um, so last story before we get to picks and preview for Talladega. Uh, Bob Pachris was talking about this, and there's got some mixed reactions, and I think we'll have mixed reactions on here for it. NASCAR is trying to avoid lengthy final stages now at some tracks uh, where there can be long green flag runs in hopes of keeping the field tight. And I want to ask you guys, uh, Eric, I'll start with you, man. What do you think about NASCAR having this kind of goal moving forward? I mean, it's, we all kind of knew that was saying kind of just speaking the truth. I mean, it's better to be upfront and honest about it. I'm sure Bob Pachris has known this for four years now. Um, you know, it's interesting that he'd only make it public now. It's it, it's weird because it's inconsistent. Like you'd think Richmond, a track that's known for no cautions, would have sp- evenly spread out the stages. Instead, no, stage three was way longer than stage one or, one or two. So it's inconsistent because there's, there's some racetracks that do it like that, some that don't. So it, there's no clear correlation there. I don't have a problem with it. I, I really don't. Like I, I, I do prefer when stage three is a little bit longer just because then, you know, it changes up the pitch strategy at certain tracks. You know, like if you get used to like, oh, stage one, we're going to split in half. Stage two, we're going to split in half. But then stage three, it's like, oh, is this a two stop, a three stop? Like, you know, you kind of change it up. I, I like mm-hmm. when they're when the stage three is a little bit different. But at the same time, I, I, it doesn't really bother me when they're all kind of the same length to me. I, I think the motivation there is obviously, you know, fans are going to be upset by it. But at the same time, you know, you, you heard criticism about nine drivers on the lead lap at Richmond this weekend. Like you can't please everyone. If there's nine drivers on the lead lap, half the fans are going to complain. If there's 30 cars on the lead lap because there's a million cautions and a million wave rounds, other fans will complain. So you just can't please everyone. Look, you can't please anybody, but at the end of, of the day, this is racing. This is stock car racing. You know, NASCAR races are basically marathons, you know, 500 miles, five, uh, 500 laps at some places. And, you know, it's one thing to basically have two artificial cautions to begin with anyways. But now you want to shorten the final stage? Like, this is racing, man. I love to see comers and goers here. I mean, I'm old school probably, but that's just the way racing is, you know? Like, you can only mess with it so much. So, in my opinion, just leave it alone, please. Like, you already have the two stage cautions already. Like, come on. I mean, in the end, we end up getting a, uh, you know, an exciting only 10 to go restart for the win. So, yeah, I mean, I don't but know. even stage three this last weekend was longer and you had great racing, you know, between Hamlin and Logano before mm-hmm. that caution. I'm, I, yeah. I think the caution at the end was fun because it gave Bowman, who I think was equal to the leaders, a chance to win it. But at the same time, I think the race would have played out entertaining entertainingly without a caution if it was just Hamlin versus Logano. Yeah. We don't need to shorten the state. Like, but like we don't need to shorten the final stages too. Now, if they do some crap where it's like, Oh, every race, um, there will be a caution in the final 10 lap. All right. It's, that's when. Well, that's all I never me there. Draw. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like, no, no, no. That's it. I, I'm, I'm not a, really a fan of it. Cause I, I do like having sort of, you know, if, if you're going to have stage, if you're gonna have cautions with stage racing, I do like having sort of a switch in mentality moving forward from the first two stages to the last one. So I, I'm the first two or three years, I remember being more like if it's a 400-mile race, there'd be like 100 laps in the first, 100 in the second, and like 200 at the end. Right. Um, I, I, I like that kind of mentality with it where the crew chiefs have to go from basically a short-run uh, strategy to then long-term for the rest of the race, I think that it would honestly um, 
I, I think it helps in that regard because it gives it a different. I, I feel like it gives it a different feel to the end of the race. Uh, that and I do like having the option of having at least some fuel mileage finishes. I, I might be in the minority here because uh, I know a lot of fans, at least back when these were more prevalent, hated them. But I honestly do like fuel mileage races. Yeah, I, love, I like them. I love the idea that the leader could be ahead by 20 seconds and run and out of gas all. and the guy yeah. in third or fourth could win. I, I love that. And, and again, it could happen with this, but they're definitely trying to change it so it couldn't, you know. Well, it'd be less likely, which is why I agree yeah. with you guys. I'd rather them do like what you said, Jared, a 400-lap race, 100, 100, 200. I like that one stage is a little bit different, changes up the crew chiefs, can't keep calling the same cycle, same strategy. But, you know, at the same time, is is it the worst thing in the world? I, I, I didn't see the report. Is this something they're planning to do for, like, every race next year? Because they've already kind of been doing this. Like, some races are different than others. Most races, stage three is longer than stage one or two. Yeah. But I haven't heard. Are they – are they going to change them all next year or something? Is that what this was about? Because I, if they changed every race next year to equal stage links all throughout, I, I wouldn't be, I would not support that, but I just don't think that's actually what they're doing. So they I don't know how serious it is. They haven't been specific. And it's yeah. really like, I think it's through people asking Bob Pockris more than anything that, that that's where I kind of get where I'm like, I either, it's either a, they're just sort it's sort of just oh well this is kind of out in the open we're saying it anyway or b getting engaged from the fans on what we're going to do kind of like with the number placement thing and then just sort of getting damage control out of the way early through the media kind of thing that's that's yeah. the only way i really think of it what would would be the two strategies here it's either that or Bob Pockers let the cat out of the bag early, and now the, the fans are having at it but I, I don't think there's any reason i don't think nascar like, I don't see from NASCAR's perspective why – so it's going to get mental math here for a second, but say mm -hmm. it's a 300-lap race. Rather than make, like, stage 170 laps, stage 270 laps, then stage 360, like, if you divide it instead by thirds and each stage is 100 laps, is there really a difference between the final stage being 160 laps versus 100 laps? Those are both long runs. Well, it's like it's this like what really... Jared said, though. Like, I would rather have stage three be no, the longest stage. But yeah. I'm saying from NASCAR's perspective and from what Bob Pockers is saying, like, so NASCAR thinks by making the final stage 100 laps instead of 160, that's going to be wildly more entertaining. Like, no, that's exactly. That's what I'm saying. I, I think yeah. maybe so their mentality, sense. maybe the mentality is going from a two-stop race to end it out to a one-stop, I guess. I, I don't see why, and I also don't see why NASCAR would be actively trying to get rid of fuel mileage races. I actually think that's probably one thing NASCAR regrets about stage racing at a lot of these races. Like, yeah, that's the one drawback to stage racing. Like, we wish we could get some more wild fuel yeah, mileage that's races. what I'm saying. Yeah. It's artificial enough as is. At the end of the day, this is racing. This is auto racing, okay? There has to be some sort of strategy I mean, um, in play here, you know? It's going to be artificial, rather, whether they separate each stage yeah. equally or if they not. It's all artificial, just what some sanctioning body decides they're going to make the number. That's all artificial, but I, I, I'm i with you guys. I'd rather there be variety within the stage links. But at the same time, I just that's why I'm, I find it hard to believe that what Bob Pockers is tweeting is, is quite frankly true. I know I'm calling Bob, I'm not calling Bob Pockers a liar. But <laughs> Are I'm you like, calling him a liar? I'm like, right? it, it, like, that just doesn't make sense to me. Like, why would nascar why would a slight difference in stage links really make like why would nascar think that eric would eric eric you're forgetting one thing this is what? nascar remember? but this isn't this brian is france anymore no, I, this is still NASCAR. i trusted the steves steve i trusted you hey for the most you part you were the though, chosen one yeah, for, the, for the most part i think he's made uh the right decisions moving uh moving forward for uh, uh towards the future but this mm -mm, i don't agree with it 
Well, while NASCAR may need to uh, try some things to try to, you know, kind of manufacture some excitement, we are going to a place this week where you don't necessarily have to manufacture the excitement. Yeah, you don't have to touch it. It is Talladega week. Talladega. Yeah, you don't have to basically uh, manufacture that. Eric Church smiles in the distance. But uh, in conclusion, nothing will ever beat the infamous caution clock. That that is a bar <laughs> hey, that, that was. Will, that was. I'm glad they recognized real. Two things NASCAR has recognized real quick were terrible ideas. The uh, the the heats in the Xfinity series and the oh. caution clock in the truck series. Oh yeah, worthless. Yeah, I don't think there's anything to add to that. Yeah, I'm just looking at some of the things in the chat here really quick, but. Uh... Do we have any any final words here on this subject before we go on to Talladega? I'm, I'm, I'm ready to talk about Talladega. It's one Talladega! The year. Bob Pockers, you're, you're not a liar. I would never, ever call you that. Wait, who sung that song again, uh, guys? Uh, Talladega! Who sung that song? <laughs> Eric, Eric Church. I just mentioned him. Oh, oh, oh my God. I, I didn't hear you. Yeah, Sorry. I remember last year driving in, and I started playing that song, and I got chills. It, it mm. was awesome. Plus, it That's places cool. a behemoth of a track. <laughs> yeah. It's huge! Huge. It's huge. 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 <laughs> uh, but yeah, is this weekend. So let me just go through the giant-ass amount of uh, things ah, to preview perfect. with it. All right. All right. All right. All right. So uh, the cup race this weekend uh, will be at Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern time on Fox. Big Fox. Not Big FS1. Fox. Uh, and also on MRN if you're listening on the radio in case you can't. Watch the race on TV. Uh, Xfinity is on Big Fox this week. That's changing it up. It's on Big Fox as well. Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern time, hopefully. And you'll understand why I say hopefully in a moment. Um, because the weather for this weekend is like Jekyll and Hyde. All right? It's it's ugly and nice. Nice and ugly, depending how you look at it. Uh, yep. Saturday. Uh, the weather is saying 80 degrees Fahrenheit. Nice. Severe thunderstorms, nice. 65% chance of rain. Not nice. Clears up a little bit in the late afternoon. They might yeah. They might be lucky. Yeah, well, let's hope so. We'll see. We're being positive here. Come on now. But, I mean, it's just the, it's the NASCAR season, and rain. Yeah, That's the NASCAR. problem. That's the you only problem lose. I have. Yeah. But <laughs> I love that, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it does get better, so I'm, I'm bringing it back around to positive. Uh, looking at the forecast for Sunday, if it will pop back up for me, uh, 73 degrees, pleasant and sunshine at the moment, according to AccuWeather, which can be reliable. Hey, it's uh, called AccuWeather. That's pretty accurate. 2% sometimes chance of rain. They wouldn't be allowed to call themselves that if they weren't accurate. That's the but law. they're sometimes accurately inaccurate at the same time. Though. 2% <laughs> chance of rain mean? Sunday. Just letting everybody know. So two percent. Oh, we're fingers crossed. Two. Oh, two. Fingers two crossed. Percent. Fingers crossed. Please. Might as well be two hundred. Please, God, leave Talladega alone, please. Uh, so we got that, and then like uh, for when it comes to anyone who's going to the race, for wondering about Alabama, about twenty percent fully vax, thirty percent partial. So there you got that. If you're worried about that, they got limited capacity. Uh, did anyone see what it was? I thought it was like thirty-five, but I'm not sure. Uh, I, I didn't see. I didn't I, see. I don't know that. All I, I would guess. Their, like their grandstands are sold out. The only opportunity you have, you still want to go, if they have a a, a drive-in package and a limited garage kind of pass. Mm-hmm. 
their gra- that garage experience is pretty cool if they're putting that on oh, this no, week. Oh, yeah, it's new. I'm Isn't that new? Like, like, I've read into it. You get, like, a picnic table or a oh. lounge area, and you're not allowed to leave that area unless you're going to the bathroom or getting concessions. Mm, very no. strict. Like, yeah, you ain't. Nobody's leaving this place. It doesn't sound worth it because it's like several hundred dollars for it. Yeah, so oh. just wait until everything. Yeah, yeah, wait until everything opens back up, guys. Wait well, until everything there, opens back up. A couple years ago, it was like sixty bucks. It was like, but you know, well, well, it's like I a minimum of like four or five or six people you got to buy for. So all right, jeez. Um, but yeah, so we got that, and then I'm gonna leave something in one of our group chats to so since we don't have a, a guest pick so far, we didn't have. That's what we should have done. We should have asked Tony who her guest picks were. Crap. Yeah, we should have just asked her to name a random Cup Series driver. Dang, yeah. That's, right. um, that's all you really got to do at Talladega. But yeah, I will, uh, I'll I'll leave that in there. I'll, I'll just go leave that. So as I said, we got picks coming up. Uh, who wants to go first with picks this week? Unless well, first you want me off, to... Yeah, what are the standings? Because oh, yeah. oh, we don't have a guest here. I wanted to rub it in the guest. How about we go in order of standings for the picks? Okay, I like that. Well, we can't do the chat first. Oh, oh yeah, well. true. No. True. Yeah. True. Uh, okay. What's the order, Jared? The chat's leading with 120 points, but don't smile too much yet in the chat because Eric and Darian are tied for second, minus one point. One point. I am fourth, minus three points, and Danny took a tumble, but he's only minus five points. The guests (laughs) are sixth, minus 23. I went from first to fifth, but if I'm only five points back, that's not close. It's close. This is, and we're going to Talladega. This is going. We're to in the championship fight. We're in the championship fight, boys. We're in it. Mm-mm-mm. So where are we starting with the Xfinity picks then? Yeah. Uh, wait. Is Xfinity running or is it? Is it trucks? I, no, it's I don't. Xfinity, right? Xfinity, Xfinity. I want to yeah, make sure because they changed so much stuff up with it. So yeah, just change it. Just change it. Really check, I believe like... it's Xfinity. I believe. I'll, I'll I'll pop it up right here. And yeah. and and Arca as well, but that race will probably suck really bad. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Tony, so what bad. do you think of the Arca race? I can't She's stand just gonna the drive run single file. She's just going to run single file the whole time. Oh poor, poor girl. Poor girl. Oh, yeah. Okay, it is. That's what I thought. Right. Okay. okay. I just wanted to be sure because they changed so much stuff up. Like, for instance, with the Martinsville and Richmond switching with trucks and Xfinity. I just I wanted to be sure. I, I just thought of this. I don't know what you guys think. I can, I can get Claudia to come in here and do picks since she's a girl and Tony was a girl. That's a line sure. to draw. Yeah, sure. I mean, she's just your wife. Sure. That would have been enough. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, basically not? the same exact person. Yeah. Hey, and we read Claudia's comment earlier as well, so she's basically been in the show already. Well, yeah, she, she was mm. the guest. We got to pick yeah. a son I'll, in I'll, here for... Oh, never mind. I'll, I'll, I'll just... T- if, if you guys are cool, if I don't... Whoever gets the yeah, message just, in first. Yeah, just like text, text her and then whoever, whoever answers first. Be quickest on the draw. Yeah. Um, so we'll, so, before I, so we'll start with Xfinity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I'll go first. I want to make sure I'm double checking. So Ty Gibbs is not racing this weekend, right? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. It's no. Talladega. It's Talladega this No, it's time, Ty so. Dillon. Ty Dillon's in the 54. Oh, that might be a fun pick. Mm-hmm. Too bad it's Ty Dillon. I'm going to go with AJ Allmendinger for the win in the Xfinity race. Colleague cars are always fast. AJ's not going to do what he did last time. We were at a super, oh, it was a road course. Technically, it was the Daytona road course. He's not going to pull whatever that mess was at the end of stage one. He's going to win this one. I'll go second. Um, yeah, uh, Colleague Racing has turned themselves into the DEI of the Xfinity Series back in the early 2000s. So I, I, I got to pick Justin Haley, two in a row. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. 
That was my pick too. Oh yeah, Greg oh, Mullen's second life. Colleague all the way. What about yeah. you, Danny? Going with Jeb? Uh, it was Justin Highway. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we're we're playing it safe this week. Last week it was a bunch of different picks, and this week we're playing it safe. Hey, I went with AJ. Watch Justin push my boy to the win. Well, I think Claudia's gonna sit off camera, but she's here for guest pick. Okay, you don't have a chair for that. Yeah, I don't have a chair over here, so. Hi, Claudia. We got she's for the literally guest standing pick. in for the guest. Uh, who who is uh who's who's winning for Xfinity? Uh, uh I'm taking Noah Gregson. <laughs> Gregson. Ballsy, ballsy pick, yes. Gregson, as Gregson. 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 Now, who we got for the chat? I, I, I find it funny. Like some, somebody put Decker. <laughs> yeah, there's a Decker or two in there. I think it's I'm just... Right. It's Haley. Someone said it's going to be Ty Gibbs, even when he's not racing. He's not. <laughs> so this, you know what this means is if Haley finishes ahead of, of y'all's picks, you immediate, you, you're immediately at a disadvantage. <laughs> yeah. Just naming no. the wreck on that one. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> that probably won't happen. Please. All right. Uh, Next up, cup suck pick. Who do we got? I just throw a random name out here. Who do I feel like picking on today? <sighs> Are you serious? <laughs> so Eric's lame. doing an a- ASMR. Oh. I'll go with Denny Hamlin. I think the top five streak ends. Oh, that is bold. Mm-hmm. You ready to go I back think... down to minus 17, Eric? Hey, yeah, these don't count for points. This is all yeah, for fun. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, just for yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. picking him to win, so I guess that's the only thing. I'm not, he's oh, not my camping no. no, we don't have it. Only for winners. Only for winners. Only if for that was because I'd pick finish. Cody Ware every week. Um, I think this is a safer suck pick. Uh, Kyle Busch, um, not having the greatest season already. And let's just be honest, his track record at Talladega, he freaking hates that place outside of uh, spring 2008. So KFB <laughs> is going to suck. All right. Uh, I couldn't think of one this week. So for a brief time, I'm bringing back the random number generator. Please, God, uh, don't be 11. Oh, go. my God. It fit. Who's in the 53 this week? This is uh, the easiest oh, one ever. Is it Balicki, maybe? Balicki? Is he even running? Is the 53 even running this I don't week? even know if that's a car running. Well, then what's the closest number running? 52, right? Wouldn't it be 52? Then who's 52? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We got to check. Th- check. Balicki is the 52. Oh, Balicki's the 52. Josh yeah, Balicki's in the 52. There is no 53. I'm going to win the cup si- suck pick this week. <laughs> Woohoo! Josh Balicki. Well done. All right. Well, in more of a realistic kind of pick here i don't think lightning can construct twice this season uh michael mcdowell will, will go from hero to hero to zero to wow. zero to zero ouch the chats i think the chats picked truex to suck i saw a ton of truex like the whole chat was truex for a second i'm not even yeah, kidding truex i was truex. impressed like chastain who do you have for a guest pick claudia for the suck uh-huh i'm gonna go harrison burton ah oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. This is first start. That's just bullying the poor kid. Damn. <laughs> oh. He's not a good ride. Oh, as someone pointed out, uh, the 53 got renumbered to the 28, so you could go back. Oh. oh. I'm Ooh. not, I can't, I can't say that it's Davey a Allison a, yeah. Don't. throwback. It looks too suck. good. Yeah. I can't don't say that. Let's be real, though. It's going to run bad. Yeah. But, well. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I can't, yeah. I can't do that to him. Joey Gase is a really nice person, by the way. He I is. I meet him in uh, 2019, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. So, cup dark horse picks. Here we go. 
Wait, who did, who did the chat go up again? True I X. said it looked like True X. It was True X. True X. True X. Dark Horse. I won't keep y'all in suspense this time. Who knows? I just thinking of. I had it planned. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> We're immediately in suspense now. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. They've been so fast this year. Finished better, 18th or better in every race. This might be his shot to steal a playoff spot. Like I actually think he could win. He's not my win pick, but I think he he, he sneaks his way up there. Didn't he photo finish with Blaney here and like? Mm-hmm. He 2020 last year, yeah. the spring yeah. race. Yep, spring I mean, house has in a... the fall race, he was in the Hungry Jack pancake car and he pancaked the wall in the first lap. <laughs> oh yeah, when it like the first, when it was like the first uh, ten laps or the first fifteen laps had like four it cautions. Was like, it was like yeah. less, less than five laps into the race, he was pancaked hey. into the wall in the pancake. Yeah, hey, he's a changed man this year. <laughs> he is a changed. He's a potential playoff contender. He's in the playoffs, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's in the playoffs. Darren, who you got as a dark horse? Mm, I'm going to go with Tyler Reddick here. Hasn't done much all season outside of Homestead. Now is a shot. Um, Not going to win, but I'd say a top three finish this weekend. Not a top five, top three, Tyler Reddick. All right, I'm going to go this guy just because Talladega is a whole different animal than the rest of the season. The dude's been really good at this track for the most part in the past couple years, especially since joining this team. Eric Almirola. I think Eric Almirola is going to be the dark horse this week. Uh, and wouldn't that shake up the playoff grid if he won at Talladega? Oh, that oh would. Oh my God. Everyone would be so mad. <laughs> Just threw up in my mouth a little and bit. Speaking of shaking things up, again, I'm not picking him to win, but I wouldn't be surprised if he does. He uh, was part of some controversy here a year ago, but I'm going to put Matt Benedetto in as my underdog. And judging by Claudia's reaction, I think she was going the same exact way, right? Yeah, I was going to say redemption from last year, and he hasn't been running too well. Yeah, so, Matty D! So, so put me and the guest peg down for Matt Benedetto. Matty D! Got it. And who's the, the chat chat's guy? going, I think it's Bubba. I see Newman. I see Newman, too. Stenhouse. Oh, I'm seeing a lot of Bubbas, though. It's Bubba, Bubba. It's Bubba. 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 Now, who, Darren, what's the next one? Who's going to win? Who's going to win at Talladega? I, because it's Talladega, I really want to have fun with this pick. I really, really do. And I'm, oh, it pains me that I'm going to go with someone boring. But I think, you know what, three of the four Hendrick cars have wins this year. Two of the four Gibbs cars. None of the SHR cars. But there's one Penske guy who hasn't found victory lane yet. He found the virtual version tonight. Brad Keselowski. The uh, I don't know the, probably the most accomplished active driver at Talladega if I had to guess I don't know how many wins he has there but it's got to be more than pretty much anyone else in the field I think Keselowski wins it tonight tomorrow this weekend Sunday. Do you have trouble saying his name? Whenever. <laughs> it happens. Okay, so my pick. Um, this guy has made four career starts at Talladega. Or or um, no 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 excuse me excuse me um in his last four Talladega starts the um dating back to. Uh, spring 2019 um, zero wins two top fives two top tens an average finish of 15th and one dnf his first two races 19th and 34th place finish um the one dnf um but the last two races last year a fifth and a runner-up finish guys this guy is hungry as hell to get back to a bigger team next year Eric Jones. He gets it done. Get in there, Eric Jones. He's going to reshuffle the playoffs, man. Eric Jones brings RPM back to victory lane in the tripping paints game. That's not a bad 
pick because I remember at the fall race last year, Bubba was up there contending and made some moves that I thought would have been close to having him in contention to win last year. For the mm-hmm. record, Eric Jones was going to be my fun pick, but I couldn't bring myself to do it. Even though I think I, I'm, 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 I'm the madman. I'm crazy. I, I'm almost that. rooting for you. I kind of want to see that. I want to see it, especially in the Tuskegee, uh, you know, tribute scheme. It's perfect, perfect. Mm-hmm. Eric Jones. Yeah, I'm so conflicted right now because <laughs> I want to put a fun one out there. My, my my heart is telling me one pick, and my head is telling me the other. Go with your heart, man. <laughs> I don't know, because I want to I want to get the points lead again. Hey, and hey, I don't hey, trust... We have a long season. We have a long season. Oh, I dear. don't trust that. him, but, I, but he was fast in Daytona. But at the same time, my head is picking someone who's fast in general and is always fast in Daytona and Talladega. Mm, you never know. You never know with Talladega, though. So. I just... The one that my heart's picking has made so many boneheaded moves at these types of tracks. Mm. I think I'm getting an idea of who you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Screw it. I'm going to do it. I'm going Bubba. Go. I'm going hey! Bubba. There you go. He's going to shake there up the playoff. Go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Bubba yeah, Wallace. Do it, dude. We have a long season. I'm going Eric Jones. You're going Bubba Wallace. Let's do it. It is Talladega after all, Jared. Hey, at the beginning of the season, I did say Eric Jones would win before Bubba Wallace, and I specifically had this race circled as his best bet, so that'll be a we'll fun storyline. Bubba was so fast at Daytona during speed weeks, wow. though. Like, I mean, you could see it in person. I, I got to think that they, they, they and, have something. And he was, he was really, like, he made a move in the fall that I thought he was about to win that race last year. Yeah. Like, I mean, he was leading with, like, you know, what, eight to go? It was, yeah, like, it was, it was up like, there. It was like less than five to go, and I remember physically he made a move that I thought he was he was about to go up there and win. Plus, what would be more fitting than him winning his first Cup race at his home track? I mean, yeah. and especially how much this what this what happened this race a year ago. Exactly. Yeah. Mean a lot. Which is why, before you even said it, I was going Bubba as well. You copycat. Oh! You copycat. No, no. <laughs> no I, I, I hated that you were going before me because I was thinking forever I was going his way. Oh, we'll see. Well, at least I know that no matter what happens this weekend, I'll still be two points ahead of Danny because we picked <laughs> the same in both races. Yeah. <laughs> yep. This happened a few weeks ago. We were like, it was like coming out clean no matter what. So Not yeah. last. <laughs> I think it's crazy that oh, – well, I guess we haven't looked at the chat or the guest pick, but like four of us, we haven't picked – I'd say Hamlin, Blaney. Those have to be like the obvious favorites. Hamlin was my brain them. pick, man. Yeah, I was thinking, like I was thinking, I was thinking Hamlin. Part of me wanted to think that Bowman could go do two in a row, but Bubba was pretty. Let's not get crazy now. <laughs> I mean, I picked Eric Jones. I, I that's a crazier pick. Cody Ware. Is my opinion. <laughs> Is James no. Davidson racing this weekend? Uh, yeah, I don't know, Yolanka. Who do you have for a guest pick, Claudia? I'm agreeing with Jared's head. That's where I was. Danny Hamlin. Danny Hamlin. I don't, I don't want that to happen, but... You've already know. cursed Hamlin now as the guest pick. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think realistically, he's been he's been running well on super speedways, and he's done really well this season. So but I think it's his breakthrough time. As hungry as he is for a win the last few weeks, would he move Bubba out of the way to get the win? No, because he, he seems to make the wrong move every time he's in that position. <laughs> Yeah, if, if he don't, if he doesn't rough up Logano to win a race, how he's not gonna rough up his own car? Oh God! Uh-uh. No, no, and then That'd he'll complain no about it in the post-race pressers. 
be like, well, I'm, well, I'm Bubba, better than my own car than I own. Yeah, I'm better. It's like, well, well duh, you just started the teams. <laughs> so petty. I'd rather be everybody. in this position than his. Denny, didn't you provide him this position? Yeah, but he's just not as good as me. What's that <laughs> say about you as a car owner? <laughs> That's Michael's side of it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Chat seems, at least right now, I see a bunch of Matt. Somebody said Benny Parsons. Benny Parsons. I think he's one of the reporters. I'm seeing the Benedetta. I'm seeing Hamlin. I'm seeing Elliot Moose. Elliot Moose. Mickey Mickey Elliot. Chase Fraudulent. (laughs) Chase. There's like two picks for Byron back to back. I've seen a lot of Busher. Yeah, I see um, Byron, Busher. There is no Busher. clear, concise pick in the chat for once. Yeah, there isn't. Um, well, there's Alan Bestwick, at least. So. Spelled. Very nice. Yeah. Um, disrespecting. I, I can't tell. There's been a lot of Byrons, but it's the same person a lot of the time. Yeah. I'm seeing some Bushers coming in. There's the T-Pain, of course, every week someone puts that in. There's Blaney. Blaney, yeah. I see yeah. Blaney. I'm right seeing there. more Maddie D's Colin, from different Theodore people. Play, those are in there. No, these, yeah, these Maddie D's are from different people, though. Somebody yeah, said yeah. Somebody said Dude. Joseph Stalin. What the heck? Dude. Yeah, there's probably about yeah, 60 million people who wouldn't be saying that. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. I saw a lot of DiBenedetto's, and they're different people. They're different yeah, give, people. Give it to the Benedetto. Why not? That's I think, a fun. I think it's Maddie, Maddie D. D. Maddie D. Maddie D. He almost won here in the fall. Hey, the chat needs to get down to earth a little bit. Please don't <laughs> put any more dictatorship in the chat, please. Please leave that alone. Golly. <laughs> Next is Mal. Um, oh. <laughs> anyway. Oh anyway. We should probably get to the last bit of Super Chat so we can get out of here. Yeah. Episode's a little longer tonight. Uh, I'm sleepy, man. I don't know what's wrong. I'm hungry, bro. I hope I'm these so Super hungry. Chats wake me up. Yeah. Well, let's see what we got here. Uh, Look, everyone yell at Eric. Yell. Eric. Eric, wake up. Hey, uh, Eric. <laughs> wake up. Wake up. Get off your face for the leg makeup. I don't know how the rest of it goes. Hey, wait, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, uh, what's that song? Wake me up inside. Wake, Wake me up. up. Save me. I'm emo inside. <laughs> someone no. someone said Kin Jung Un. This is uh, why we should no, not be doing no. a podcast at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, y'all, are getting y'all are going crazy. Y'all are going crazy. All right, let's get these let's get these through here. Um Let's see. Ryan Moore for five dollars says Austin Dillon's All Star Paint scheme got revealed, and the door number is in the traditional spot. Is this a sign of hope uh, for the All Star race, at least? Mm. Um, I'm hoping, though. I am wow. hoping. Please. Josh Barry Lawn Karen Bird feeders for five dollars says the final stage shortage sounds like the infamous rule change made pre Talladega 2015. I don't know just yet because they're not doing it mid season. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, let's, uh, Keegan Schneider, let me see. YouTube does this thing in the studio where it cuts off the Super Chat a little, so let me see if oh. I can get you. A, it says, I go. have my money on Stenhouse Jr. Also, are any of you guys going to be a Dega? I will be there. I will unfortunately not be a Talladega. I, I will not be down there. It's, uh, mm. If you want to get a ticket, I looked into it because I was just kind of curious about how close I am. It's like $300 each, so nah. Oh, oh, God. Um, Bush Brothers fan left a $2 super chat, but I can't see what it said. Rowdy18 underscore designs left a poop emoji for 99 cents. Um, I can't see what that super chat says, though. And I can't... God, crap. 
Yeah, I can't see what it says though, thanks to you. And I can't, I can't scroll back to see it. Same. <laughs> One more person, leave a super chat for the UFO. That way, I can <laughs> see all of them. <laughs> yeah. All right. Take one for the team. <laughs> um, they're still leaving picks in there. Dude. Oh gosh. All hail plankton. All hail plankton. No, seriously, half the damn chat is all hail plankton. Oh, I see. It. Now I updated it. <laughs> well, oh, that's um, thank you, Bush Brothers fan, for the two dollars. Unfortunately, I can't see what it is. Uh, YouTube's been acting up a bit tonight, um, mm. so apologies for that. Uh, Dang it! Dang it, YouTube! Oh, why you got it? Josh Berry, lawn care and bird feeders left another one for five bucks. It's it's probably gonna pop up on. There we go. Curse you, Darian! You took my race pick. <laughs> oh, the two dollar gotcha. two dollar super chat didn't leave any comment. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, but. Yeah, that pretty much covers it for tonight. Who, uh, who do, who are we gonna be on for channels next week? Who, whose channel are we on next week? We will be on my channel next week over on Danny B Talks. We will be in the the, the heart of Bowman Nation in Danny B's house. Nice. Wow. Uh, we are excited. We are. Is that a dictatorship? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> Uh, we're actually going to be having, uh, Jared, who is our guest? I don't want to get the name wrong. Uh, I believe Isabella Robusto. Uh, she's a, uh, like a, a, an up and coming driver, uh, in NASCAR. She's, I think she's only 16 years old. She's like yeah. already up through the ranks at a young age. She's in the like diversity that. program. Yeah. Part yes. of the diversity program. I was about to say. So one of those. We'll be two weeks in a row highlighting some of the up and coming, up and coming women of NASCAR. So that's, uh. Nice to highlight a little of the diversity of the sport. So happy to have her on the show with us. Mm-hmm. And we look forward to having all of you over there on Danny B Talks. If you're not subscribed to Danny B Talks, make sure you do that so you don't miss next week's episode. And really quick, guys, uh, I just wanted to give a huge shout out to the one and only Table Rock Management. Look what they sent me. A whole goodie box, too. Says, well, hello there. And then also General um, Kenobi and stuff. So really appreciate them. Um, just signed a three-year deal. So appreciate them Seat supporting World's racing content. content. Um, they're from California. Um, oh, Orange I County, I believe. So Wales yeah, there. So. Appreciate them supporting. I think there is a C-Road. Oh, no, that's San Diego. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I really appreciate them supporting motorsports content creators. It's a great thing to see. Appreciate it, guys. Uh, And then also next week uh, when we're on Danny's channel, it's a normal time again, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. So just just letting you all back to normal. Uh, A few more ones here. Josh Berry, long hair, uh, spin the UFO or no, spin the saucer. I like that one. So there we got that. And then... uh, Ave ten for three fifty says hashtag GoFundTree. So hashtag GoFundTree. So we're twerking. Uh, twer- twerking yoga pants apparently. So. All right, and I'm pretty sure people probably heard my computer. Um, but yeah, so I think that about covers it. I got the Dale call at the ready. Um, yeah, do you have it taped up? You have it taped up though. Yeah, I taped it up and broke, so I had to tape it up with some like <laughs> the Dale hatches. call. The Dale call will survive. It will survive. I have to go on eBay and see if you can find a fully functional intact Dale call replacement. <laughs> I probably can. I just don't want to yeah. like spend freaking forty bucks on it. Yeah, I've got to save money. Save money, y'all. All right, let me stretch these legs out, and uh, I'd say we can. Uh, get on out of here what do you think this was an awesome show guys appreciate y'all tuning in thanks you so much to uh to tony for uh uh, tony for coming in and um joining us tonight as well 
We need to get Eric to bed. He's sleepy. Yeah, he's looks tired. I'm, I'm hungry, bro. I'm so hungry. So All right. Well, let cow. me get back here. Let me start this outro out. Ready? Yep. Ready. ready. Later. Did not break it. I'm pretty Ooh. good. Goodbye. Didn't break it. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Eric Estep here. This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries. Get it done with green. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. For do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers, Forney has everything you need for your next project. Shop Forney's top-of-the-line products at forneyind.com. That's Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y, ind, I-N-D.com, or at an authorized Forney dealer near you.